yeah, you can't have it, right? Nope. Makes me itchy. Well, that's different. <laughs> I do not have a sad, sad existence. It's not a sad, sad existence. It's just one sad? No, I'm not sad at all. I get all the other stuff. I don't have to share. I know how much you like by Joe. What? <laughs> what, Karen? You don't love it? No, actually, I've only ever had like a sip. Uh, that's how much I don't love it. I don't know what I had the first time I came here. <clears throat> but it was very good and just what I needed. Really? Yeah, like when I first got here. Well, when I first went to uh, Benchy, I was so sick. I was so sick from Beijing that I just started drinking with my dinner and then drink became my dinner and I went home and went to sleep and woke up. I was fresh and spry. It killed it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chilean wine has some really messed up quirks. Uh-oh. You can't get the cork off? They're dry. Because they store them. Standing up. Fuck. I knew that was going to happen. You broke. Push it in. No. Why? Why would I push it in? Why not? Who wants to drink cork? Huh. See, that's, that's a non-wine drinker talking right there, boy. You know what, Karen? Um, since you can't drink the wine, why don't you just take a bite of the cork? Yeah. Or, like, mix that in some water and drink it? Yeah. And that's how enjoyable it is to drink wine with cork in it. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I'm on your side, Aaron. <laughs> I, I, I see you're trying, but that's just nasty. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's gross. Absolutely. I didn't know you couldn't, like, not drink the cork. Drink the cork? Really? Did I you mean, just say that out loud? if you push the whole thing in, wouldn't it just float around no, in it there? Would start falling apart. Oh. Okay. All right, here we are. But I have done that before. There were some desperate times, and they called for desperate measures with a one bottle. Ugh. <clears throat> uh. <clears throat> you sound like you need some water or some wine. I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing. I got some water in my pocket or something. You should drink some because you're sniffly and. I was. I wasn't. Well. During my nap. But it's also getting chillier in here. It's getting... On my flight, it wasn't cold. I was really surprised. Well, you had the big sweater on too, right? Well, I've only got on two shirts, and I didn't have a blanket on, and it was, it was like warm. All right. Yeah, it was weird. It's only eighty degrees here today, so it's a little chilly. My Michigander card has been officially revoked. Why did Monday? 
Your Michigander what? My Michigander card has been officially revoked when I say 80 degrees oh, is chilly. because 80 is chilly. <laughs> yep. Right, here we are. Oh, no, it's worse. <laughs> Leave the cocaine alone. <laughs> Don't drink that wine. <laughs> Coke would be better. It's easy to find. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what them old school Negroes out there. <laughs> well, our guest is kind of young. I'm sure she probably doesn't even know that. I so. know. That's so sad. So sad to be young. I didn't even. I didn't even hear him. Don't drink that wine. Do you know the song? Nope. Coke would be better. It's easy to find. Uh uh. If that won't do, smoke a joint or two. But don't drink that wine. Nope. You need some uh, NWA. Education. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Even the white girl from the farm knows NWA. Well, yes, I'm just not familiar with that particular tune. The fact that you Excuse called it a me. tune is a problem, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of it. I actually of wasn't sure what I was going to call it, but I settled on tune. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. definitely part of the issue right there. You called is it, it a tune. Is it not a tune? tune? No. No, no. Is it a jam? No. What is it? No, no. It's actually just That's an interlude. Song? Right. It was a song that they made, but it was a, it was just an interlude. One of those little snippet. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the middle, between songs or whatever. Because you know, back oh, in yeah, the day, no, they I would do that. that. Like, not not a separate track. It would be like stuck on to the end of some song or the beginning of a song. All right. All right, should we introduce our guest? All right, so here we are. Go ahead and let's uh, let's get started with the whiny Monday. I, I got I think we're I think we're ready to go here. You finally have the your wine, wine settled. The wine has been poured. No cork. No nah, man, I'm a professional. What the hell are you talking about? All right. Professional. Up in here. All right, so we have a guest this week. On Whiny Tuesday. On Whiny <laughs> Tuesday. Our, our friend Jahara. Hello, hello, hello. We met Jahara in Ben Shi when we first moved here. I think she was there maybe our second year. Um, we were only there two years. Yeah, we were only there for two years, but she came after our first year and was one of the expats, one of the, the what, 10 or... 12 expats in the entire city of 1.8 million people. And, and we uh, we became fast friends. Now she lives in Thailand, in Phuket, not far from where we lived in Phuket, and works for the same company we worked for in Phuket. And today, Jahara came to visit. But, but she but. could But China happened. <laughs> But China. <laughs> Jahara, why don't you tell us why? Oh, and she, we lost her. That's, that's China for you. See, there you go. See, now, now we can whine about internet in China. <laughs> internet in China is spotty. I found out that China is supposed to have, or no, Guangdong province is supposed to have 5G on their cell phones today. It's one of the places in the world that has Wait. 5G. 
Why don't I have 5G? Well, I don't know. I asked the same question. Why don't I have 5G if I'm in Guangdong province? This number is from Guangdong province, but I don't have the 5G. But it's one of the places in the world. Beijing is another, I think Shanghai. And then there's other spots all over the world where it's a test. They're testing the 5G network so that it can be rolled out by 20, 2019 or 2020. So that becomes the next jump up. Well, and I want 5G. Yeah, so we have gonna, Jahara we're gonna back. Move, we're going to move and then end up having no 5G. Right. We, we might have 3G still. Um, so we have Jahara back. So Jahara, why don't you tell the people why the people. why you are not Talk here in our living room and we are talking to you via FaceTime. Uh, well, as, it, as you said before, China happened to me. Um, came to visit. I uh, was going to eat a little bit, drink a little bit, hang out with my friend Karen and her family. Do a little dance. Um, and it's legal to leave the airport in Guangzhou with no visa. You can get a visa when you exit if you're flying out within the next uh, 24, 48 to 72 hours, something like that. Mm-hmm. I tried to get my visa. And my layover is 16 hours, and they told me that because it was so short, I couldn't leave the airport for 16 hours because it was less than 24 hours. There's something going on with immigration, apparently. Um, Maybe something to do with the politics here. I'm not sure. Long story short, I am stuck in the airport with no rescue. Yeah, she's stuck in the airport literally an hour from our apartment. Stuck. Stuck. So I went to the airport this morning. I left the house at 3.50 to pick her up. And it wasn't until quarter to seven that we learned she couldn't get out of the airport. Pretty late. I had tried to go through immigration. Then they sent me back to international transfers then international transfers tried to send me to immigration and then i got stuck in some sort of limbo between who knows what why and not even giving me the opportunity to speak to immigration actually to an officer or something to try and even uh get a visa they just said it was pointless and no one would let me go through the process china yep China happened. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have no wine. <laughs> see, see, see that's, that's it right there. That's, that's where the problem really is. It has nothing to do with China. It has nothing to do with anything but not having wine. But I tell you what, don't feel bad because I'll drink some for you. As he's... <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, yes, wow. yes. This it is... was almost like I was drinking it. You know what? It tastes better in my mouth. Oh, my goodness. Wow, I bet. I bet. I'll get some soon, though. Mm-hmm. When you land in Brisbane, you'll... Man. What... I can't, there's only, like, Baijiu and spirits here. Baijiu is a Chinese rice wine that is the devil. That is not wine. 
It is a. It is a distilled product. It is a spirit. It is not wine. Okay, it's the devil. And it's bad. It I don't believe bad. in it the devil, but bad. <clears throat> it's bad news. It's not like the stuff from Japan. It's not like the stuff from Korea. It is bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty horrible. Okay, so now I know how you feel about it. I, on the other hand, think it's okay. Bye, Joe. Sometimes. Bye, yeah. Joe. Yes. Oh. Clearly, you've never had I a bye, Joe hangover. Oh. My first experience with it was good. I was also sick, and it must have killed all the germs in my body. It might have killed your body. <laughs> you might be a zombie. <laughs> I woke up feeling refreshed and ready to start my day, unlike some people. Spoken like a true alcoholic. <laughs> I, I got totally drunk and I woke up feeling refreshed. Yeah, that's that's called a wino. That's what that is. You need the wino. Because I was sick. Mm, you were sick. In the head. <laughs> Meaning I had a head cold. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what I meant. That's exactly yes. where he was going with that one. Good. So th that's it? That's all the whining you got? I mean, we're 13 minutes in, and that's all the whining we're going to have? Oh, come on, Jahara. Oh, Tell okay, us how so you're really planning to do? Okay. Um, it's whining. It's uh, whining Tuesday. I, <laughs> I asked a woman, you know, oh, well, how do I, how do I speak to an immigration officer? And she just looked at me and then looked away and then started helping someone else. I said, you know, excuse me, can I, can I get some help? She's like, you can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. It's useless. Before that, however, I was on a flight sitting next to a woman who apparently thought that my headrest was also her headrest. And at the very beginning of the flight, I don't even think we had taken off yet. She had started to lean on me, not sort of casually, oh, I my mistake, I didn't realize how far over I was. She was on my shoulder. Mm. And I'm looking at her, and obviously she can't see me because her eyes are closed. Like, there is no way this woman who was so rude to me, she wouldn't let me in my seat, and then she wouldn't let me out of my seat to put my bag away, is trying to catch these on me. Oh, I was too, like, I tapped her on her eye mask, and I said, excuse me, and she said, oh, rolled over, elbowed me, and then kicked me. That was just the beginning. Like, it was, I sh And this was a, this was a foreigner, I right? Like, this was a person from England or something, right? Where no. was, where was she no. from? Guess. I'm... I'm assuming Thai? she was Chinese. She was a mean Thai person on an airplane? No, no, no. Could you imagine a Not Thai only... person doing that? No. Oh my no. gosh, no, no way. Never. never. Never in a trillion years. No. Not only was she rude to me, she was rude to the man uh, whose seat she was behind. She was tapping on the screen really hard for no reason. I don't know what she was trying to do, but she would <sighs> not let it rest so she would tap play pause play pause and the guy turns around and you know he looks at her doesn't actually say anything and she sort of stops then she decides she wants to go back to sleep so she puts her knees on the back of his chair no she's like wiggling 
and trying to adjust herself to be comfortable. Meanwhile, she's pushing on this man's chair and he turns around. I'm not sure what he said to her because I was watching Wallace and Gromit. Um, the important stuff. I like that little aside. Yes. I was watching Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good stuff, man. You got to keep yourself entertained. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> But it did not go over well. She wasn't impressed with him, and he wasn't impressed with her. Not, not a good, not a good scene from her. Apparently, the staff didn't like her either because they tried to give her a blanket to like literally cover her whole body, maybe make her disappear. I'm not sure if David <laughs> Blaine was gonna. Is it like that magic, magic Harry Potter cloak? <laughs> magic Harry Potter cloak. I want one of those. <laughs> no, they should have thrown her in a fireplace. Mm. No flu powder? Mm-hmm. There you go. See? Terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. That's it? That's all y'all got? You were t- you were talking about how much you loved the Guangzhou airport this morning. <clears throat> Makes you I'm all... not impressed. All warm and fuzzy there, inside. There's... Um, there's one restaurant here that looks interesting, um, but the rest are McDonald's, and I don't eat that. So I did get a I did get a air quotes meal provided by I think the airport um, because I could not leave. I get a lunch and a dinner, and if the dinner is anything like the lunch, I might be better off just waiting until my flight. Yeah, because I got. A vegetarian meal, but it was like yellow, what is it called? Uh, winter gourd? Like steamed winter gourd and some cucumber and black fungus with, I'm not sure if it's like julienne potatoes and like a vinegar, also with like uh, preserved cabbage and rice. Mm-hmm. That cabbage. The cabbage Nothing just makes me want to run away. Hey, that didn't sound that bad to me. You're going to eat that yellow floaty cabbage? Yeah, but when they cook it, it's kind of like it, all the all of the flavors and everything, the badness, it all blends with the goodness, and it, it, it's not the same. It's all not, right, let's tell the people what the yellow floaty cabbage is. It's not that bad. <clears throat> At mid- if I had to see it and buy it, hell no. Right. But when they cook it, if I never saw the floatiness and all that, yeah, I ate it all the time in Benji. We dropped it again. Um, so... In the fall, they have an abundance of the tall Chinese cabbage, and they have an abundance of leek. Um, and because of that, they end up trying to dry or preserve these things for the winter. For the winter, but in the meantime, they take this. Sometimes they'll like throw it outside and dry it. Just in the wind. And then sometimes they load it up into a giant um, ceramic vase. It's like, I don't that's, know, big enough a, to put a, a child inside. Yep. Um, and they will fill it up with water and salt and then cover it. And they'll let it sit there until there's a yellow mold floating on the top of the water. Oh, the delicious yellow mold. And once they have the yellow mold, then it's good to go. 
They pull it out, rinse it off. Cook, cook it, it up. up. Eat it. Cook it up. This has been floating in mold. Oh, it's good stuff. Hey, it's better than stuff like the kimchi that they throw under the ground for a few months. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat kimchi. I don't want to eat preserved cabbage. If it's not fresh and I'm not holding on to it myself, I'm not eating it. Come on, you like that stinky tofu. I love chotof. I love stinky tofu. It smells like garbage on a hot summer's day. I'm not exaggerating. It smells like hot ass, but it is so yummy. Yes, but it makes your breath smell so minty fresh. And your breath smells for like three days. Of that ass you were just talking about. <laughs> of the Keep hot ass. Mind. Hot ass on a hot summer's day. Hot That's ass. Terrible. And then you burp it for like hot, three days. What does days. hot ass even smell like? You know, honey bun lady. No, no, no. We don't talk about that. <laughs> We don't talk about that. There's only one other person that knows about that lady. Listen, we don't hot talk about ass, the honey bunny lady. Hot ass on a hot summer's day is not a pleasant aroma. Are, are, are you gonna get her back? I'm trying. My goodness, should, our guest just keeps leaving us. How, well, how do we have a guest that keeps leaving us and they're stuck at the airport? Well, because you know we're relying on Chinese internets. So what does that mean? You're telling me that Chinese internets is not reliable that's during, ex- during the CPC? That's like, exactly that what, what I'm saying. Are you saying that, that, that Chinese internet can't be counted on when, when they're trying to shut down as much traffic as possible so nobody says anything negative about the country? Yes, that's exactly oh, what I'm saying. I see. So, so I'm thinking because we're having this conversation about how much we love China. And it's... And its efficiency, oh. and its transparency. Oh, we're calling that efficiency now. Okay. And its logic, and its manners. I was just talking about that today because, <laughs> in the uh, going into the scientific revolution, yes, one of the things that they had to, oh, what was the term? Uh, oh, I can't remember the the vocabulary term that the book uses. But it was all about reason and logic. Critical thinking. No, 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 no. It, it's a, oh, I can't think of it. I'll, I'll find it. I'll think about it and find it. All but right. Yes, that, that idea of reason, rational thought, that was the word that, that was in their book. Rational thought. China is and, filled with rational oh thought. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jahara at the at the airport was my example of rational thought. It was awesome. See, you're, you're See, being everything a teaching happens, tool. Everything happens around me so that I can then teach it back to them. That's, that's what happened. That's, that's, you know, so on Mining Monday I can talk about it, but it's basically, it's all happening around me so that I can then teach the kids, you know, about their own culture. Because they didn't believe me that, you know, say, uh, Chinese people will stop and take pictures of you and video while you're walking and people will follow you around the stores. And they didn't believe, they literally yesterday did not believe that those things happened. Jahara, how many people have taken pictures of you today? Uh, Today? Yeah. Uh, None. Really? Really, really. She's in the airport, though. 
As soon as yeah. she walked out of the airport, it had been over. Right, true. You'd been. I had people taking my picture while I was standing there waiting for my driver to come and pick me up. Look, a real live negress. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I've never seen one out of their, you know, confinements before. Oh, the TV screen. <laughs> I've never seen one without the shackles. Oh, my goodness. Take a picture. See if she'll take a picture. Touch her hair. Touch her, touch her hair. Shake a hand. Shake a hand. Poke her. See if she's real. Give her your baby. <laughs> Make your children speak to her. Rub her head for good luck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they love it. See if she'll dance and sing for you. Just yeah. play a little music. Get that monkey dancing. That's what they do for all yeah. with all the teachers. They want us to sing and dance and mm-hmm. perform at every single function. Hmm. That's, That's not what you're for? No. Although I'm a singer. <clears throat> I don't. See? See? You're asking for it. They don't know that when they hire me, that I'm a See, singer. now we just had this long-ass conversation about asking yep, for Yeah, we did. We, we just, just had, had this, this conversation. long conversation due to all of this ridiculousness in the United States about how men are acting, and that's exactly what women are starting to do already. A couple weeks in, blame the victim. Yep. You did it, Jahar. Oh, man, it is all in the culture. You brought that shit on yourself. See? Eddie was right. We have we have our 15-year-old over here quoting Eddie Murphy. From what? Raw or delirious? Delirious. Or delirious. I didn't want to do that, baby. You brought that shit on yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? We are stellar parents. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Super stellar. Hey, no, hey. Interstellar? No, we go. are super stellar. We are super stellar. We're not interstellar <clears throat> yet. That comes after we dive into the black hole. I'm not going into the black hole. I don't like it there. Mm. Nope. Me and my parliament CD. Head to the black hole. Nope. Anyway. Um, uh, so that's all the whining y'all got. Y'all don't have much whining today. You got 26 minutes worth of whining. Let's well, see, what I can only I, got this far. Let's see, like, what can I whine about? The, the first part of my journey. Well, so that's just, that's <laughs> and just. And then it stopped. But see, you have, you have Jahara whining, which is just a little bit. <clears throat> and then you've got Karen whining, which is usually quite a bit. Oh, I got a whole. Heap. I created Whining Monday just so I could whine, so I could have a place to unwind with wine on Mondays to release all the tension from the previous week. That was the purpose of the whiny Monday. But it seems like Karen whines more than I do. I don't whine. And then I, 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 I've lately since I've you know, done my Elsa Frozen thing, I'm letting it go. <laughs> I I don't have much to whine about. I mean, I could whine See? about I could whine about the 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 fact that they didn't tell <laughs> me that you know our students were going to be in a meeting yesterday for close to three hours instead of the two hours we were told. 
You know, I could whine about, you know. The fact that you were scheduled for a meeting twice this week and they didn't happen? No, I was scheduled. We were scheduled for once. No. We moved it. Oh, you had the one on Monday. We moved it. Okay. No, no, no. That was different. I think that was just everybody forgot that we decided to have a meeting the following Monday. But right. that was not a big deal because we just rescheduled for next week. Not a big deal. But the one that was supposed to be today that I hung around for, th- there are three satellites in my company. And we've got the three satellite head teachers. We're all in the meeting ready to go. And the one teacher who is sitting with the person who is having the meeting, they don't show up because they scheduled another meeting. Now. Something about that ain't right. So, yeah. Apparently, Tuesday and Thursday are very much alike. That's that's all I got to say. Yeah, he can't read. You know, Tuesday and Thursday. We're all here to teach freaking English, but Tuesday and Thursday, too much alike. So there you go. There's that, that, That's all my whining. I ain't got no more whining today. I'm only taking this vacation now. Um, unpaid because we were supposed to have a break for October. We did not get a break for October. The children got a break. The children got two weeks. The the teachers, however, got no break. Um, But we were promised October off. So I worked until the end of my contract on the 13th. And then after my contract... I scheduled a vacation, stupidly, because Aubergeur, the um, sort of council in charge of schools in our area, decided that it was more important to have a sports week or two in December, so they would start the children early in October. Wow. Yes. So wait. They didn't give the children the whole month of October off in Thailand. No, the kids got two weeks. Two weeks. And we're right back in school. But they won't get a break at all in December. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, oh God. The sports week that they will be doing will be a paid holiday for the teachers. Allegedly. No, you'll be be there. Yes, but I've also heard that they're trying to get us T-shirts so that we will participate in the sports day. And not get paid. And not get paid. And no, also get paid. You are not going to get paid. You You will not get paid a vacation pay as well as a working pay. In Thailand, not going to happen. Especially That's a outside, pipe dream. Outside of the classroom. If you're not in the classroom, no, you ain't getting paid. No, I mean that they want us to work instead of have that time off. I didn't believe in the paid holiday. That sounded too good to be true with the whole mess that's going on with this. Because they waited until, I don't know, they waited pretty late to even tell us that we weren't going to have this time off. Mm. So what are the older teachers saying about this? What is a what? what the are the ones, the teachers that have been around for a while. What do they say? Um, no, those teachers are gone. The There are teachers that were working with uh, the Dissolve company that still work there now under the new company that I worked for. What do you, um, wait, 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 we're it, missing something. Explain. Dissolved ELT, company. There's no more ELT. There's no more ELT. What is, what is ELT? ELT? ECC? Uh, 
is a company like ECC, but they, it's dissolved now. No more ELT. I thought you were at ECC. I did too. I am at e- ECC, but ELT used to have that contract. ECC has it now. Oh, and the people that okay. were working for ELT last, uh, you know, when they had the contract are still there. But now they work for ECC because there is no more e- ELT. Okay. So I'm not, I don't really, I honestly don't care anything about ELT. I was, I thought you were talking about only the ECC people. So I'm talking about the old people that were at ECC. What are they saying about the schedule now? The old people that were at ECC that worked at that school? No, period. Oh, they're only, um, that only applies to our school. Uh. That's why why our other friend is in Ireland right now. For the month. Uh, right, right. Other people, because I'm not hearing anything from them right. complaining, because they would be complaining. Oh, yeah. So it's just your location. How many teachers are at your location? About 20. Oh, hey. Yes. Wow. And so there are quite a few of us who already plan to travel and do our own thing. Uh, and then there are some teachers who just said, you know, Forget that. I'm going to take some time off to myself because I'm owed it. And they were saying that, oh, in the if you worked for ECC for the whole year, if you were at that school all year long, then you would only get the break in December paid, maybe. Oh, the whole paid, year. maybe. The week or two. <laughs> that's that's maybe, Thailand maybe for you. Maybe off one week. But who knows? There's no way to know because it's not yet the end of November. And that's when we'll find out. That's Thailand. When they show up with a t-shirt saying, oh, yeah, guys, you have to be here on Monday. See you then. Well, you know, honestly, <laughs> honestly, that's not that's not true. Because I've watched so many people in Thailand working at these schools who just said, I'm leaving. I'm going home or I'm going to wherever. And, you know, they just go. And then they come back to Thailand and they keep their job and they keep on working. I watched it. So many times that they did that. So, and there's no school. So, you're not really, it's not like you're missing class. But you're missing class this time because they started your school back early, right? Right, yes. Man, I tell you. Yeah. There's a good, there's a reason why we left. Yep, there's definitely a reason why we Th- left. Thailand is so... Unpredictable and bad to foreign teachers. They are so bad. Yeah, the salaries are horrible. They and plus, you know, like most places do not do uh, any kind of, you know, anything for your housing and your transportation. And on the island in Phuket, there's no, there's nothing good for like public transportation, like reliable. Every day, get up and take the public transportation. Right, you've tried taking the bot bus before, haven't you, Jahara? I I have <clears throat> taken the bot bus, and I will say, um, I appreciate the bot bus, but there needs to be more because that only goes from Phuket Town to Patong mm-hmm. in the middle. There's another bus, but I don't know where it goes, and there is no way to find out unless you just hop on. Well, that's what you should do. Grab your camera, get your GoPro, put it on your forehead, and then ride the you bus. Know, Aaron, the thing about that is, is that I have my own bike, 
And so things like that just don't interest me anymore. Yes, but think about like, it this oh. way. You could get on the bus and and you know you're not going to go that far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is an island. I mean, if you're in the middle, if you're in, if yeah, you're in Katu, you basically have 15 minutes every direction. So, and your feet are going to get wet. So, I mean, come on now. And I could end up at a beach. What? You would end up at a beach. Yeah, yeah no matter what, you're going to end up at somebody's beach. Because the only way to get off that island is one bridge to the north. That's it. No. Yeah. We got, got, had to get off the island to go to Malaysia. Yeah, one bridge to the north. That's how we got out. You go north across the bridge, and then you go up and around to the east and go down into the rest of the country. That's how we got out. Mm. The bridge is in the north. <laughs> the bridge is on the north side of the of the island. When you go down south, all you see is other little teeny-weeny dotted islands all out there. Remember, all I know. We, maybe, Karen, maybe Karen took the Underground Railroad. Uh, she, yeah, she, nope. took the, I she took the, the overland bus is what I took, took the puke part of the puke train that's, that's what right. I took mm-hmm. I I have such a hard time with car sickness I'm 42 almost 43 years old okay, and I still let's cannot ride in the car we're not 42 43 you're 42 or 4300 let's oh, let's stop. you know you was you were no. rocking Jesus. We know. <laughs> Don't try to act like, you know, you're like all young and stuff. 42, 43. Well, I am 42 today. And in nine days, I will be 43. Okay. And you will be 45 Man. in nine days. I'll be 45. You will be 4,300. <laughs> you are older than me, man. But I still have a horrible time with car sickness. And so going from Phuket to Malaysia was brutal. Honestly, honestly, that was brutal for you as far as like keeping your lunch down. But it was just a brutal ride anyway. Yeah, it's it's a physically tasking ride because the roads are crazy. The drivers are messed. And dangerous. Right, and the drivers are messed up and... And you're on like the edge of a cliff at some point. Right. And, and they're driving at like a hundred miles an hour in the middle of nowhere, no lights, tons of construction. Oh yeah. And they're, you know And they're just full lying. You're like, just get me to the next gas station alive. Yep. That's all I want. I remember look, I'm not a small woman. And they hit a bump one time and my face hit the roof. I was laying flat on the back seat and my face hit the roof. Yeah, I've got a fun story for you there. Um, My friend was, uh, you know, on a visa run to Malaysia. At some point, for whatever reason, the front of the van fell off. Oh! (laughs) The bumper or something fell off. They rolled over it, pulled over and the driver had the people get out of the bus, pick up the front of the bus, put it in the back of the bus, and they continued on driving. That's Thailand. That's Thailand right That's there. Thailand. That is Thailand right there. Pick up the bus, man. Put that shit in the truck. Let's go. <laughs> we can't put it back together. We can't leave it here. What did you expect them to do? Oh, With, and they awesome. have to put it on everybody else's luggage because you all have yes. luggage when you go on this thing. A visa run is, 
usually two days, three days outside of the country to renew your visa. <clears throat> because for some reason you can't renew your Thai visa in Thailand, you have to go to Malaysia. Oh, that would make sense. Or, you know, another nearby country. Because, I mean, honestly, it's a goddamn Cambodia. stamp. Why not just stamp it? Right, it's a sticker. Why do, I have to, why do I have to go all the way to another country for you to stamp it? Right, we have to go to another country to a Thai embassy. Mm-hmm. Which, after the Why not just take my money where I am? Right? Um, after I the go back to work. Our fourth, or my fourth trip, because I went ten times to Malaysia in the oh two years God. we were there. Oh, my God. After my fourth trip on the bus, and I was squeezed in the center of this bus, it, when this French guy thought it would be fun to hit me every ten seconds. Like, on purpose, hit me. damn French. Um, He almost lost his life for real. But that was the last time I ever rode in the the visa van. From then on out, I flew. And I flew from Phuket to Kuala Lumpur. And I would stay there for two days, and I'd come home. And it was so much more pleasant. It was so much easier. Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Stayed at the same hotel, went to the same restaurants. It was fabulous. Easy peasy. I didn't mind. I've heard good things about visa runs to Bali. Yeah, but now it's about to explode. I mean, it's yes, also that the volcano is active right now in Bali, and people are fleeing the island. Rightly so. That's a great place to do a visa run. They're probably really fast. I know. I know. <laughs> there ain't no overnight here. You fly in and fly out the same day. All your paperwork is done. All you do is get off the plane. You don't even go through immigration. You just get off the plane, stamp them, send your ass back on the plane, go home. So you guys good times. They might just do it on the plane. <laughs> right? I was just about to say, why do you even get off the plane? Hey, I. my question is, why do you have to get on the plane? Right. It's stupid. It's a stupid thing. You could do all of your visa stuff. You All the visa stuff that you do, if you're legitimate, right? If you do have a job, which if you're doing a visa run, you're not supposed to have a job. Well, you have you had to do a visa run to get your... your no, that was the early yeah, one. you're not supposed to have one before. Right. You're not supposed to have Somehow, a job before you go on a visa run. And then get the paperwork process. Well, we had to go and do your temporary thing. I had to yep. go. Because that was the process was you did like one visa run, but then you could be working because your other paperwork was being processed. Right. And we had to, I we all had to go at one point so that we were, could get dependent visas. Exactly. But outside of that, I didn't really have to do visa runs anymore after that. I did. Right. You did. And see what they should do, if you're allowed to go out of the country and do the visa run, if that's allowed and you can come back, then there was no reason for you to leave in the first place. Yep. Now, if it's going to be a cost for the visa, okay, fine. But that cost is not much compared to the cost of the van and the the hotel and the processing and all that. That could just be one person sitting down there in the office in Phuket in immigration, and all they do is take all your paperwork because it's the same paperwork. The paperwork they're just they're just destroying trees. Yeah. Because the paperwork is all the same. Now, for me, as a person who is working, 
and I had the normal, regular working, you know, ability to work in the country visa. That visa, the paperwork for it is about an inch and a half thick. They have to make all these copies and all these versions and all this stuff in order for you to be legally working in the country. And they do that multiple times. Yeah. And it's like, but it's the same information. Guess what? They do the same shit in China. Yeah. And it's like, guys, if my information has not changed, if I have not changed residences, why am I giving you all this paperwork again? Yep. Like literal, not 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 nebulous paperwork, like the word paperwork. No, 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 no. I mean, actual pieces of paper, an inch thick, right. signed <clears throat> multiple times, usually like I'm more than buying a house in the United States. Oh, absolutely. And I'm I gotta I gotta do all of this craziness just to what? Get a stamp? Get a piece of paper, a sti- sticker, sticker inside yep. of my passport that says that I am the same person I was last year. Yes. See, that's that's where they mess up. Well, and because we have extra. All, that's what the computer is for. Right. And we have extra because we have children. And so in China, we have to have their birth certificates translated into Chinese and certified and then have our marriage certificate translated and certified and then we have to have documents from our embassy saying that the the originals are original and they make a photocopy of the original and stamp it or like crimp it notarize it and if the paperwork from the embassy doesn't say china you have to go to one of the embassies and pay for the paperwork again fifty dollars for the same paperwork you already have in your hand China. Now, see, that's the other thing. If you're going to whine about something, it's dealing with being, having children and jumping and moving around abroad. Because when you come to a place like China that has something that you don't have, the family book. Yeah. If you don't have that, they don't think that children are actual children. They're not even real to them. Because, you know, Chinese people have to have that family book that proves who they are. And they can get... You know, their paperwork is all based on that book. And we show up, no book. Right. We have birth certificates and marriage certificates. We had a situation in one place where Aaron, too, was granted his residency visa, but Keegan was not. And it was literally the same exact paperwork connected with the same grommet from the U.S. Embassy in Kuala Lumpur. And they would not issue Keegan her visa so so this was in Wuhan. Yeah, this was in Wuhan. So we had to go to Beijing and get the same exact documents from the Beijing embassy. And the embassy in Beijing looked at me like I had lost my damn mind. They could not understand why I needed another one, why I was had to pay another $50 for the, literally the same exact document, except for that said China on it. Yeah, it's very funny when you deal with the Americans in places like Thailand and China because they're usually like, they they sent you here to do what? <laughs> like we don't even we don't even offer that service. What are you talking about? Yeah, like the guy in Kuala Lumpur, I had to. They had changed the Thai government had. This was right after the coup, and the children had to get their visas renewed. 
And the month before when I was there, because I went a couple of months in a row, um, there we could use a photocopy of their birth certificates and the marriage certificate. They told me not to bring the original. So we get there. I only have the photocopies and they needed the originals. And now I'm in Malaysia. I'm in Kuala Lumpur and the documents are back in Phuket. So we had to hop in a taxi and roll around the corner to the U.S. Embassy, get an emergency um, appointment at the embassy to get our photocopies notarized. And when I explained to the guy what was going on and that I was trying to get our Thai visas renewed, he looked at me like I had sprouted a second head and said, why are you in Malaysia to get a a visa for Thailand? Right. Why not just get it in Thailand? And I right. said, because it's not that is possible. A very good question. Right? I'm like, right. because it's not possible. That's so weird. Yeah. So we've had it many times over where the American um, embassy is looking at us like, what the hell are you talking but the, about? Here's the problem that I have you're essentially walking around legal, you're doing everything that they're telling you to do. Yeah. And you're still. Having to jump through, that's why we left Thailand. Yeah. If anybody wants to know why we left Thailand, that's the reason. Because it was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, we have to keep jumping through this hoop every 90 months, days. Every 90 days. Yep. I had to go and check in <clears throat> just to say I was still living at the same damn place over and over and over. It's like, are you really, why? What is the point of this? You, you already said it, like it's difficult with your family and me being by myself, it was, it was difficult, but not to that extent. And also, I didn't feel like I had a lot of room to complain because I wasn't sure what the procedure was. I was by myself. Uh, the girl that I was working with was in and out of the country, so she need, never needed to process her paperwork anyway. I was the only one, uh, we were the only two teachers at that school and I was the only one trying to get a work permit and I ended up having and Karen told me and I didn't listen to her well I kind of listened I heard what she said but I just you know didn't think it would happen to me type of thing (laughs) that I had to leave and go and get a tourist visa before my paperwork was ready to process Uh now when I changed schools I already had my paperwork and everything for me it went pretty smoothly because I had no one to complain to or with you know Um, So when I got to my new school, I was basically the only one with the proper paperwork. Everyone else had to get new. um, And that's the thing. Like if you change jobs, if you change companies, all of that BS, you get to do that all over again. And did you pay for your visa or did your company pay? No, my company paid. And they didn't take it out of my wage. They didn't like pay it back to me. They paid right out. Right. We, but I know it's pretty common. We were paying. We were paying for my visa and the children's visas. Right. But then we also stopped getting the children their visas. Right. Because we had gone to um, immigration once to get an extension. You know how you go and you do the 60 day Uh extension. And they would not give the children an extension. They're like, they don't need it. They don't need it. And we're looking at them like, no, we want it. We'll pay for it. And they said, no, they refused to give it to them. And then the laws were about to change. Aaron was 13 and they were were about to be 13. And they were changing it to from 16 to 14. So we were trying to leave the country to get the visas renewed. 
And we had a hard time getting out of the airport because he didn't look like he was only 12. Yeah, because he was bigger than every other Thai person in there. And they're like, they broke out a calculator with his passport and they're trying to figure out his age, even though I'm telling him, telling them his age and they have the passport in their hand and they're looking at our son and they're looking at the passport and clearly it's him, but then they're trying to calculate the age because he's so much taller than the grown folk in front of him. Because somehow you gave birth to a grown man. Right? (laughs) Oh, we got to Wuhan from Phuket. We moved to, to Wuhan. Yeah. We get to the we get off the plane. And two is first in line and he goes up and he hands the the immigration officer his passport and the guy says to him, Where are you gonna teach? Where are you working? And he says, No, I'm only thirteen. And he said, Where are you gonna work? And he said, No, my dad is the teacher. I'm not the teacher. And he says, Where are you gonna work? Finally Aaron had to go up and say, Look, I'm working He's the child. And they it, they looked at each other like, huh? What do you mean this is the child? Because our 13-year-old was bigger than both of the men put together. Right. Yeah, that was awesome. It's always good. It seems like every time we go through immigration, the four of us, we always end up at the back of the line. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the 1960s all over again. Yep. I mean, all I want to know is where is Rosa? <laughs> Where the fuck is Rosa Parks when I need her? Because we are always the back of the line. And then by the time we get up there, everybody's gone. All the security has left. There's like one person who don't know what the hell they doing. And then they got to call And then they got four over. people standing there going, okay, come on, run us through. And then just- all our paperwork is in order. All of our visas are right. Everything that we need is done. We have it all like open to the pages. All they gotta so do is all they gotta do is give me the damn stamp, man. <laughs> no, guys. When I was when I was coming here, going through immigration, granted, I left my house late, like I should have been earlier. Blah blah blah. Besides the point, the when I got to immigration, the the guy there was just taking so long on purpose. And I give him my passport. It's already open to the page. I show him my re-entry permit because without that, if I left, I'd have to do the passport or the, you know, the, what's it called? The paperwork all over again. The visa on arrival. Got my re-entry permit already there. Okay, I'm ready. He has me stand on that little yellow square for at least 15 minutes. And I know that. Because in the next cubicle over, the screensaver was a clock. And so I'm just standing there waiting for him to do or move something or figure out whatever is confusing him. That it takes him 15 minutes to look at my passport, look at me, look at the pictures and say, okay, yes, you know, you can leave. I was trying to leave. I wasn't even trying to get in. Yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole fleecing of people as they leave the country. That is a that is an industry. Oh yeah. In Thailand. Oh yeah. All it by is. itself. That yep. is an industry because I've watched people stand in that line to walk out of the country and they usher them over to that other line. It happened to our kids. Yep. And go over to that other line. You have overstayed. That is like major industry how Thailand makes its money is that fee. 
Yep. So if you overstay by even an hour in Thailand, you pay 500 baht. 500 baht. And it's 500 baht per day up to 20,000 baht. That's the maximum you can pay. So you can stay there for 20 years, but you're only going to pay 20,000 baht. 20, baht. <clears throat> See, the thing is, I had a new, I, I think, I don't know what was wrong with him. Maybe he didn't know Thai because all of my um, stamps are in my old passport. But when I got my new passport, of course you get them transferred over. And he asked me, is this a new passport? Well, clearly, yes, it's a new passport. There are only three stamps in it. And one of them is the re-entry permit <clears throat> in the front of the book. And I said, yes, you know, oh yes, ah, ha, ha, ha. I'm a teacher, said, where do you work? Oh, I work here, you know, the children are really great. I love my job, you know, the area is really nice. All just trying to, you know, shit. play the game. Really? All yep. perky? You know really? she was, trying to play you know she was, was a little too perky, I think, for my was, taste. She was perky because it's Thailand and yeah, you gotta smile. fuck that. I look at them like, motherfucker, stamp that shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, I have me mugged them motherfuckers. I can't stand them. I, I and you of course because they're Thai, you're always looking down at them. So anyway, go ahead, finish your story. Oh, I um luckily I got out of there, and it was like uh, the gate closes. You know, ten minutes before your flight. My flight was at twelve twenty, and it was twelve oh eight. And I said, "Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> My gate closes in two minutes. You know, I'm I'm in a hurry. Excuse me. You know, blah blah blah." They don't give and a shit. Step back. Like, what am I going to do? Pull a gun on you? I don't understand. You can't say that. No, I didn't say that. But, like, that's the feeling I was getting. I'm standing there smiling the whole time. Yeah, don't be smiling. See, there's a problem right there. No stepping and fetch it. No freaking smiling. Don't show no teeth. Look at them motherfuckers like, give me my shit. I didn't show any, you know, I had a little curl at the uh, edge of my lips. Mm, Just trying to be in a good good mood. Because I decided that this trip. I'm not going to, I'm not, I wasn't really looking forward to it, to be honest. And so I was like, oh, whatever happens, positivity, 110%. But here uh-huh. I am whining about it. Because yeah. it's whining Tuesday. In, you drag yeah. it under, you It know, feels good, undertow. doesn't it? No. I think uh-huh. I would have been better lying to myself. No, nah, no, nah, you just need wine. It makes it all better. That's the whole point. See, that's the thing. I don't have any. I so understand. wrong. Your life, your life is terrible right now. It's okay. It'll get better. Yeah, you only touch down in it. You get some Australian wine. I've been drinking Australian wine for the last, like, four whiny Mondays. Yeah. I was was looking forward to some Finnish vodka, but I didn't have time to get it because I was rushing through the airport. I actually, like... run into my gate. Yeah, I've had that there. I've had that where um, I was overstayed by an hour, like, two hours or whatever because Mm -hmm. I couldn't get a, a flight out earlier. And I couldn't... And... Um, because the embassy offices were closed because of a holiday. That was the real reason I couldn't go. And so I'm in the little immigration office. I pay my fee. He's looking at me joking and laughing about how I'm wearing the same shirt I wore the three months before. And, um, I hear my gate called, like, final call. And I looked at him like, that's me. And he's like, oh, it'll be okay. I'm like, no, really, I have to go. That's me. So here I'm running. As fast as my little short mini legs will take me. All right, so now I got something to whine about. Uh oh. See, see, this is the kind of bullshit that I deal with on a daily basis. Karen, she's right there. 
Hey! <laughs> He's not talking about me. Okay, I ain't talking about the woman. He's not talking about his lovely wife. I didn't say, I didn't say lovely. I just said the woman. All right, so this is the email that just came from my school. Now, I know that the, the CPC is going on. It starts tomorrow. Um, That's probably why, Jahara, why you can't leave, co- the, leave the, 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 the airport. airport. Because it is starting tomorrow. Tell them what the CPC is. The 19th National Congress of the Communist Party of China. They have their meeting every five years. So, my school sends this email. How they got my email, I don't know. Dicko. But I probably should talk to somebody to say don't email me. But, that being said... This is what the email says. Dear teachers. So this is all the foreign teachers they're sending this to. The 19th National Congress of the Communist Party of China is going to be held tomorrow. China's security sector will be tougher on any crime and security incidents during the 19th CPC National Congress. Please pay more attention to security and don't discussing politics or religion and public for the next month or so. (laughs) Thank you for your understanding and support. Are you freaking kidding me, people? Don't they know that chapter three of my book is all about ancient Hebrews? Are you kidding me? I mean, come on! I'm doing the scientific revolution. But I can't talk about religion now. I mean, what? I mean, God. I swear. These are the kind of things. I, I mean, this is this whole email could just go on the list. I mean, are you fucking kidding me here? I mean, look. Everybody knows that China is cracking down on anything on the internet. Anything that goes against anything Chinese. We know that the propaganda machine has been turned up to 11 in China. So they are literally refuting every news story negative about China. They've been doing this for the last like two, three months. We also know that Xi Jinping has literally become emperor of China. All right, so you don't want nobody to talk about that? Really? Because everybody's talking about that. <laughs> I mean, that, the only reason I know about it is because it's in the news. It was on the BBC. It's a, This is like a, a normal thing that, that everybody kind of knows right now. Oh. But, oh, yeah. This is, this is how the schools try to manage the teachers. Why, I don't know. Because, honestly, what is that? Airport announcement. Oh, oh, oh airport. Oh, quiet, quiet. Jahar, did you get that? Uh, the announcement or you? Yeah, no, the announcement. That okay, was shit. That shit was important. <laughs> that might have been about the 19 CPC right there. You know, it was in Chinese, and I, I wasn't really listening. Okay, I think if you I had to... been really listening, I probably could have gotten a few words. I think you need to do a better job. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I got that. 
Good bedroom, right passengers seated in zone right board. All other passengers, please remain seated. Thank you. Huh? Uh, what? Wait a minute. Did you say please inviting... stay seated? He was inviting passengers <clears throat> in zone one to board. All other passengers, please stay seated. Oh. Yes. All right. Sit so, down. We're coming through. And what time? Is, what time is your flight? Nine thirty. Oh, so this wasn't for you. No, no. she still got four <laughs> hours and fifteen minutes. This is why you need wine. I should be drinking. At least I should be. Then when I land, I will be in such a good mood. You are on va- drinking. You are on vacation. I am, and I'm not acting like it at all because I'm whining with you fools. You know it's fun. <laughs> it is. It is. It'd be better if I was drinking. It would be. I told you to get something. True. Too late, though. Too late. You could walk over to that little... Uh, Duty-free? Yeah, and pick, up, pick yourself up a little something-something. They have little bottles of Hennessy. Yeah. Okay. They also have big bottles of Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> Studio audience, a live, live two-person studio audience at that. Filmed in front of a live studio audience. That's right. I'm gonna put that in front of, like, say that at the beginning, like the Jeffersons. <laughs> Good times. Uh-oh. We ain't listening to him no more. It's the next group of people that come. I board. mean, that's the good thing about at least in Guangzhou, they do do the announcements in. Okay, let's go up a bit. <laughs> they do do the announcements in Chinese and English. That's a good thing. Because so many times they don't do that. Right. The, the announcements, I know in, uh, what is it? In the train station. I don't know sta- if the Guangzhou train station does the announcements in English or not. The one, in, um, the one train station that we were in, it did. The little Where? one. Where? Um, Come on. When we went Get for the weekend, come on, come on, come on, hold on. Futian. And Futian they did, but that was a brand spanking new train station. Yeah, it was so new and no trains went there. Yep. <laughs> brand spanking new. But yeah, the, the I mean, most times for us, the the expat, you, you, you go into the train station and basically you don't know what the hell's going on. You're always watching the damn board because they will switch the train or switch the... The, the um, track. Yeah, those. Well, they'll switch the track, but they'll also switch the, the in the airports. They'll switch, you know, where your plane is, and you'll never know because everything is in in, in Chinese. So that's always that's always the problem for the expat traveler in China because you never know what if you're in a big airport like a Shanghai, Guangzhou, you're gonna get that broken English or maybe some good English in those those traveling those those destinations but if you're in a smaller airport maybe a shenyang or something like man uh uh-uh you just you just look up and be like your plane just left you know it's like why weren't you there it's like motherfucker i didn't know that you moved the best part i was sitting here the whole time right 
The best part is having the the airlines app or registering your phone number with the airline because then you'll get a text message saying something in Chinese that you can then go and translate. Right. So we had that happen. Um, Aaron's coworker and I went to Hong Kong and we were flying from Shenzhen back to Wuhan. And as we're sitting at our gate, we both got a text message at the same time saying that our plane was had been delayed three hours and we went and showed it to the people trying to figure out what the heck was going on they didn't even have the information that we had they didn't get it for another 30 minutes yeah i think it's funny that they they're texting you you're in the airport (laughs) and they are texting you that your connecting flight or next flight or your first flight whatever it's got some issue, because that happened when we went to. When we were going uh, to Phuket. No, oh, no. Oh, when you... when me and the students were going to Taichung last year, that's exactly what happened. We were all sitting there, and all of a sudden, the students started looking at their phones out of nowhere, all of them, and then they started coming to me saying, "We have to wait here. It's going to be like two hours or whatever, three hours." Before we leave, it's like, what do you mean? Like, how do you even know this? It was like, because they just sent it on the phone. Yep. So, and then they started passing out food. Now, that was a trippy event because <clears throat> they started passing out airline dinners. Yep. To the people waiting because they were going to be like two hours or three hours before, you know, late. Yep. Which was, which was wild. I'm tired of traveling around China. China is not that interesting. I don't. Macau was kind of nice. That's not China. It's China. That's China light. It's. China. It's China. <laughs> <laughs> That's China light, man. That's like a Miller light, man. That's that crappy China. They look real good, but it ain't China. <laughs> it's China light. Oh hell yeah, China light. Oh, we need to put that on a beer label. Aaron, look up Miller Lite, and I want you to make a China Lite. Hell yeah, we can use that. That might be fun. All right, so anything else? Uh, Jahari, you got anything else on your mind? Anything that is that is that you just need to get off your chest, besides the fact that you have no wine? Um, anything it's else? almost time for my free dinner. Free dinner. Woo. <laughs> Free dinner. Do you get to go and to the canteen? Three more too? hours until my flight. Three-ish. It's it's you know a little bit more than that. Ish. Well, I mean you know. Ish. I mean you got to board. You got to board. Yeah. What time do you board? Um, I don't know. Nine, I'm guessing. Spoken nine. like a true expat traveler. <laughs> when do you get on the plane? Oh, oh. When 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 the ladies stand there and everybody starts lining up and they start cutting in line, that's when I get in line. Yeah, that's exactly that's what, what you. Time it is. That's what time. There was a. Oh my God! Getting after I got through. Um, Getting in line to get to the immigration officer was also awful because everyone in line was Chinese. And I don't know if you've mentioned before, and I'm sure you have, Chinese people don't really know what lines are. What? You're telling me Chinese people don't know what a queue is? 
they just they can't it's not in the vocabulary or something (laughs) several women tried to cut ahead of me around a corner so i put my bag in front of them to prevent that from happening you needed Aaron too all the time all the, the whole time, the rest of the time behind me, the woman who I cut off is talking crap about, like, how um, she was where I was when she was not. Oh, my goodness. So that was fun. And then the woman in front of her had two kids, and her kids looked like they were on the brink, on the brink of a tantrum. And uh, the woman behind me then told her to... Um, that w- that oh. children and women with child got priority and were able to go through security faster. So yeah. that was her gone, and I didn't have to deal with that anymore. I actually enjoy that whole women with children thing can get on the plane faster, because even though my people are huge, I use it. Because <laughs> they do that with um, Malaysian Air, right? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. That was the one. Because we used to, when we would go to Kuala Lumpur, I would always take the same airline because you you won't get me on Air Asia ever again. They, they're they horrible. Um, but Malaysia Air is great. It's comfortable. It's cheap. The staff is nice. They provide you with food and you don't have to pay for it. <clears throat> so... Okay, now the flight that I took to go to Beijing, mm. that was a nice flight. But you are in Qatar, right? Oh, no, no, Hainan. No, Hainan. I think. Hainan. That was a nice flight. They had they that was that was like spacious and yeah. Like, I was telling Jahara about the train was, from from Hong Kong. Oh, that was the shiznit. The Hong Kong to Guangzhou. <laughs> I'll never take that fucking that that fast train again. Man, the fast train, you in there like a damn... Sardine. Like, like a sardine in a, like an airplane fuselage. Right. You're like that, packed in. Man, this bad boy, you can sit in the seat. Me and my very small wife, we can sit there together. And I can hit a lever and the whole thing would move and rotate and turn around. Oh, it was awesome. It was old, ugly ass train on the outside. On the inside, that shit was plush. It was clean. Plush. It was wide. It was tall. <laughs> it didn't feel claustrophobic at all. There were places to put your luggage. Like an actual luggage storage so you didn't put it like where you were sitting. You had plenty, I mean, <clears throat> way more than plenty leg room. Like, I could have... You know, dance a jig between the damn damn, and I I dance jigs often. <laughs> like my plane wasn't huge, I did have a nice fair bit of leg room. I know I'm short, and that doesn't mean a whole okay. lot. If you're but if there you're was if you're only four feet tall, this is not <laughs> what we're talking about. Five three and a half. Era, you're okay? taller than me. Don't downplay it. Five, three and a half. You're freaking giant. I could nearly kick my legs, though. Really, it was a lot of room. You, you're taller than me. That's what's by half an inch. No, I'm I'm five, one and a quarter. There you go. Put that quarter in there. That's right. It's so funny how short people are so precise about their height, but then tall people are like, how about I don't know, six something? 
Short By people. There was a song about short people. You, ba- you better back up off that song. <laughs> back in the seventies, there was a song about short people. <laughs> I know that's there was a song. That's Look, all I got to say. There was a song. He's going to put that song in. I know. I need to go ahead and pull it up right now and let that song play for a minute. There was a song. Miss me with the song, man. Miss me with the song. I don't need it. I don't need the song. There was a song back in the day. <laughs> this is why he should not drink wine. Yeah, this is why we have really? Wine and Monday. I'm kind of enjoying him like <laughs> Oh, he laughs like this all Look, the time. This is the reason for the wine and Monday. Even though for it's the Tuesday. What? The wine, the wine this is Monday. why. So that you can unwind with wine. This is the reason for the show. Because we have another show called The List. And there's not a lot of laughing in that show. It's like anger. Hatred. Hatred. Why do why do foreign people hate Chinese people after living in China? So I mean, it's a very different feeling. We could Monday is the fun show. Look, we could invite you for that one, Jahara. The list. Yeah, the why do foreign people hate Chinese people after living in China? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. The list. The the list is no good. Is that just like a what's terrible about China as a foreigner? Like. No, no, no. It's not that. It's it's. It's the the idea that after a, a, a short amount of time, usually what I've noticed is about two years, but after a short amount of time, foreigners, after living in China, literally start to hate China. They start to unravel. Yeah, they start to hate yeah. China. They start to hate Chinese people. But they came to China and they really were like into the culture. They wanted to know more about it. They traveled. But it was just something about China makes people kind of, kind of like crazy. Well, yeah, it makes you like literally go psychotic. I absolutely know what you mean because that happened to me. Right. See, and that's what the show is all about. Right, and you. Okay. All right. And you had some, you had some stuff that I, I never heard from anybody. But everybody, everybody has stuff, and I think. That's where the problem is. So in the list show, we sit down, we sat down and we made our, well, we are making yep. our own list. Because I had My to list add is a up to like, yesterday. I think 70 mm-hmm. plus items on it. Karen's list is up to how much you got to now? 60 something? I think I'm 70 at 70 now. So, I mean, it's, it's where we're trying to suss out. I added sixty nine yesterday after the supermarket. Okay, so we're trying to we're trying to understand how do we take a person that literally wants to be here, and they end up a person who almost gets to the point of becoming psychotic just by living here, and that's what we're exploring on the list. That's our list podcast. It's very interesting. It's not like Whiny Monday. See, Whiny Monday is like fun. fun. It's my favorite show. Whiny, <laughs> this is the one. I can't even tell, Eric. This is the one. Tell. I'm telling you. This is where all the fun happens. Because you unwind with wine. It's great. Where else can you unwind with wine? 
You do it alone, right? You sit there by yourself in your living room. In my bed, crossing, watching something on YouTube. Watching some drag race. Fuzzy bunny slippers and shit. No, 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 no. You got to unwind with your folk, but you only can do it with wine, and you can do it on a podcast. And we can get the, 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 the real natural conversation. Well, semi-natural conversation. Yeah, because we hold back a little teeny bit. Only a little bit. Now, if I had another <laughs> bottle of wine. A whole bottle. Well, a whole bottle's already gone. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Another whole bottle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But you gotta yeah, work because tomorrow. Because one bottle has all the Vic. Uh, let me, let me, let me see here. It's a uh, Vicuña, Vicuña, Vicuña from Chile, 2014. I guess that was a good year. I don't really remember it. But, was it good um, to you? <laughs> you know, Where were we in 2000? Oh, we were in Thailand in 2014. 2014, we was in Thailand. I don't know if it was a good year, but we were there. Um. But you know, that's that that's that's the Wine and Monday. Wine and Monday is fun. It's my favorite show. It's the one that 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 makes you laugh. The list ain't much laughter on the list. The parenting show. Okay, you gotta get me on the list. The parenting okay. show. I don't know. I don't know if we have have we done a parenting show yet. Um. I don't think we have. We've done ranting. Now our general rant show that could get funny. But only for the listener. It's never funny for us. <laughs> you should then, listen uh, to our Macau rant because I had I. The racism show. That show is I gotta. We gotta get put out. So. Yeah, we did a we did a a podcast last week about racism in China, which is real. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, do you think that Chinese people are actually? I mean, using the strict definition of racism. Do you think they're racist? Or do you think they are nationalist? No, racist. Why? Um, because uh, I think it's like a, like a cultural thing. Like even like certain areas of China, like um, there are Chinese Muslims that aren't treated the same as like uh, the... What is it? The Huns or the Han? Uh, Han. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So the Uyghurs are the Chinese. Okay, Muslim. but you're talking about internal racism. I'm talking about towards people outside of China. Are they racist? What, no, no, or are no, they I'm nationalist? The Chinese people outside of China. No, no, no. To you and me, are they oh, racist or are racist. they still, nationalist? Still racist. Still racist. I mean, you could argue for nationalism, but that's not that's not what it's about. Because, like I said, that they don't treat the Chinese Muslims the same way that they treat, you know, other Chinese groups. I know, but so you, right but there, now you're talking about a religion difference. But they 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 would say that they're a different race. Yes, but they okay. have what more than a hundred different races. Ethnicities. There's only one race. Okay. I mean, sorry. I mean, when you when you think about it, are they really being racist the way we think of racism in the United States? Aaron, yes. Aaron would say, I don't, I don't say know they're what you more. Want me to say. 
Like, uh, I don't understand your argument against my argument. You just keep asking me a question. Maybe yes. I had enough of that wine. I, I keep asking you the question. Are they racist the way we think of racism in the United States? Yes, because I, in my opinion, they feel that, and it's not just, you know, not just me saying, they're told, like, oh, you know, you're Chinese, you're special, basically everyone else is shit. Can I say that? Yeah. Crap. Crap. I don't know. It's your show. You know, I'm trying to be respectful. Okay, Um, our show has, like, an adult rating. It's all good. Fuck them motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) We're the top. Speak your mind, woman. races sort of on par with where we are but basically we are the top we're china we're the best like point yes but that's nationalism yeah that's that's no you are describing nationalism chinese person anywhere yes but that's no different that's nationalism right americans feel that they're the we wouldn't look at another it's difficult because we have so many different people in america you know, we have that, we are exposed to that variety. I can look at, like, a Mexican-American. I can look at an African-American. I can look at, like, a Portuguese-American, uh, Irish-American, and be like, okay, yes, that person is American. They're American. They're American. They're American. I, I mean, I can, you know. And I could relate to that. <clears throat> Where here, they don't have that variety. Chinese faces are the same, you know. No. Like that person's face looks like the, they have lots of similar characteristics. Okay. Like that could be my face. That's like seeing only white people on TV or only black people on TV. That's something that I relate to as another black person. Okay, but are they racist or nationalist? Racist. Is it better if I say it slower? I like I like how it's getting softer and slower as you as you lay out your argument. It gets like more and more muted. Racist? Are you sure? Well, yes, yes. Jahara, I'm not. I'm not convinced. Jahara, what you're describing is nationalist, mm-hmm. right? But what we're asking is, do they treat you differently based on the color of your skin? Yes. Yes, I yes, agree. They yes. do that. They do that internally as well. Yes. I have no problem with that. But is that racism in China the same the same as like racism in Thailand? Racism in Thailand? Now it's you're different. Yeah, they didn't ask that question last right. week. Um and we didn't talk about Thailand. We didn't Thailand know. is Totally colorist. Oh, absolutely. If you are darker, you don't even have a chance. Yep. If you're Thai, okay. Well, even if you're foreign. Well, no, foreign. They, they. It depends. It depends on where you are. <clears throat> it depends on the school. It depends on the the environment. It t- depends on the company. But for, as far as uh, internally, Thai people. Thai people are for the most part darker. If you look around, Jahara, you're in Guangzhou right now. If you look around, most of the, the Chinese people look more Thai than they do, they do Han. They are not the typical people from the north. Han are people from the north. They are not those people. These people are the descendants of people that populated southern China and Thailand and all the rest of that peninsula. 
They are Southeast Asians. They are different. They are a different ethnicity. And they're different. They have different phenotypes. Yep. They are different, but they are darker. And some uh, the people in the North say they're taller. I don't believe that. They look shorter to me. Um, but that's the people here. But when you talk about, say, American-style racism, where you're talking about people with power keeping other people down because of that perceived sense of power or white supremacy, is that alive in China? Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's, Aaron, that's why I left. Like, I was attacked. And she felt like she could do that to me because of how I look. She was physically was attacked. Lady, that would never happen. That would never happen. She was physically assaulted by a government employee. But I mean that okay, anybody in China, especially in Benchi, can be physically attacked. That had I mean they will physically attack each other. So that's not racist that's not racism then. But she wouldn't have done that to me. Okay, but that's still not racism. How how is that? What I'm saying racism? is they if they if you the, asked me if I was treated different, differently based on the color of my skin, how I look, and I'm saying yes and giving you an example and saying that if I was white, if I was, you know, if I was Karen, that wouldn't have happened to me. But would it happen to you if you were Chinese? That is a good question, and I don't believe so. I it don't would. think that any of that That's would the happen. difference. That's the difference that we have in China. But because if, they would happen. We watched people get beat up. We watched them... We watch this play out in China with Chinese people. And that's the difference. See, in China, it's a normal way of doing business. You know what, Aaron? I, I will concede to your point, and I, I think you do have one. You are right. I've seen people just for no reason over something small. just And it's a terrible fight because nobody yep. knows how. Um, but like it does happen. Yeah. And it is because, you know, they feel like it's okay to put hands on you. Right. 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 See, that's what I'm, that's, and, and that's what the question that was posed to us uh, for our racism show. That was the question was, is racism there? And that was my argument was the idea that the way we think of racism in America is very different than the way they think of racism outside of America. And... Is it racism if if the person is willing to beat on their own people and they're willing to beat on me, does that make it racism? Now, if I separate that out and start looking at their internal motivations, why they think that it's okay, it might not be coming from what we think of as a racist place. It might be coming from just, I'm your boss and this is what I'm supposed to do, mm -hmm. you know, in China. Because China doesn't really have racism the way we think of racism. They have colorism, which is similar to what happened in the islands, in Haiti, in Dominican Republic, in Trinidad, in, Trinidad, in Jamaica. They have a colorism where it's... Black people and black people, but it's light-skinned black people and dark-skinned black people and light-skinned black people were treating the, what Marcus Garvey talked about with light-skinned black people treating dark-skinned black people badly. And that's not racism. That's colorism. So 
That's why that's why we had to do that show. To try to suss out maybe maybe what we think of as racism is only in the West. It's possible that what we think of as because race didn't start until after slavery starts. The idea of of black people being bad and white people being good, that doesn't start until much, you know, sometime after that time. Because for a long time, indentured servants were treated the same way as black slaves. They weren't looked at as different until they started to come together. Once they came together, they had to find a way to split them up. And that was, you're not as bad as a black person. Okay? You can be free. The other person can't. These rules started to come in. So, but that's only in within a certain cultural context. And that cultural context is inside of America, inside of the Caribbean. It's not everywhere. So when we come around here in China, you know, they think of us as everybody, every black person is Django. But it's like, no, not really. We're not all ex-slaves, you know, running around trying to kill the last person that, that harmed us or did something bad to us. It's not who we are. But they're living off of popular culture and they're trying to live off those tropes. Like I got a girl in my class whose name is Stan. You know, she, why is she named Stan? You know, it didn't make any sense until you talk to her. And because Eminem made his damn song called Stan, that's what, that's what she latched onto. But it was, you know, a black art form that she's holding onto. She likes hip hop, you know, and for some reason that spoke to her. So, I mean, it's an interesting idea to try to look at China through the lens of, of Western culture. But honestly, Chinese people know where they came from, whether they like it or not. Because they're, um, you know, I, 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 go to places, I go to places all the time and I always find the little Negro people that are yeah. in their history, yep. that are in their museums, that are in their, their stuff, yep. just like in Japan. You couldn't be a um, samurai unless you had the blood of an African in you. That, that whole idea, that all comes out of a connection to back to Africa that is in their past. They know it's there, whereas Europeans don't have that connection. They don't think of themselves as being descended from Africans. They think of themselves as being just kind of a group unto themselves, which essentially they are. So it's an interesting idea to kind of explore. Is it really racism or is it colorism? Is it nationalism? Because a lot of times, I, like I had last year, I had students that actually told me they were not human that they were Chinese. Okay, so if you think of yourself as popping out of the ground in China and just having no connection to all of the other people in the world, yeah, then maybe it's a racism. But honestly, when you start talking to them, I walked into class this year and I said to my students, uh, where, do you, where do you come from? And one of the students just came out of nowhere Left field, here we go, throw the pass. Africa. It's like, what? Where'd you get that from? And she was like, we all come from Africa. I was like, oh, okay. 
Well, I let's start there. From you, teacher. I learned it from you. No, <laughs> didn't get it from me. This was like first day. She never, I hadn't talked to him yet. This is new students. This is new students. Cool. You see what I'm cool. saying? So they know where they come from. It's just, uh, I think the way that racism gets expressed, it feels the same to anybody who has been discriminated against. Yeah. Whereas it's not necessarily the same thing. Because the motivation is not the same. That's what I'm, that's, that was my premise. It still, it still feels the same. It feels the same, yes. But see, it feels the same for black people. It looks the same too. Yeah, for black people. Well, well, for white people, it does. It's not I, the same. Okay, I can see it. It looks the same to me. You see it, but see, it's not the same thing, because you are discriminated against as well. Yeah. I, I don't think that you should start. That it's important to pick and choose and try and digest which type of discrimination exists. You know where and why and how. Like it's important to. Um, I shouldn't say that it's not important to, you know, try and figure that out because it is important to suss out. But also, like, the main point um, that's important to realize is that it's discrimination, like that blanket term. It doesn't matter if it's, like, nationalism or um, racism or sexism or, Yes, okay, think of it this way. The reason why it's important, if you were deciding to come to China... And you knew that you would be discriminated against or you were going to have to deal with racism. Which one would keep you at home? Racism. Right. You see what I mean? So, yes, we have to actually parse those words because it's important to understand that we we don't see it the same way. If I say you're going to be discriminated against because you're American. Okay. I'm in a foreign land. I expect that. It's going to be different. It's not going to be like where I came from. Mm-hmm. But if somebody tells you you're going to be discriminated against because of your race, and they're dealing on that level of race, you are a black person and we're going to treat you bad because you're black. All of a sudden, it becomes a different calculus. Do I want to go to that place? Or if you look True, at it like as in like sexism... The- I'm not, am I going to go to that place because women are not treated well? You know no, what I mean? See, I was just about to say that the connotations with things like that are different. So, discriminated against because being discriminated against because I'm American can mean like a lot of different things. People don't listen when I talk. Um, more, it's not. It doesn't seem as serious as things as um, injustices associated with racism. Injustices associated with sexism. You're saying they're not the same? No, no. Because if, based on my experience being in a traveling black American. Woman. People, woman. <clears throat> people who treat you different based on those things. Sometimes you can tell. Okay, alright. They don't want to hear what I have to say about, I don't know some world problem because I'm American and they feel that Americans feel this way. So whatever I say, they're not going to hear. Okay, I can deal with that. But if someone is 
if I feel actually or am actually attacked based on my gender or my skin color, that's totally different. I can't imagine someone attacking me because I'm American. Oh, I can. In a a place like this. I can. Absolutely. I can't. Oh, it happens all the time. My experience. Oh, you're lucky, lucky, lucky lady, because it happens all the time. I mean, I don't even have people don't even talk to me when I walk around my walk around my school, and I've been here for almost two years. I've been there longer than the goddamn teachers that are there that won't talk to my ass. Yep. You know, so. But why? I'm sorry. I don't understand why are you saying that they won't talk to you under which circumstance? Most times, most times for the people that are here, uh, here in Guang Guangdong Province. In San Shui, Foshan, they are not talking to us because we're foreign. It doesn't even uh, matter that they're that we're American or German or whatever. It doesn't. It's not. That's not the thing. It's it's an it's, us and them type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's nationalism. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. We're they're not Chinese. That's usually where the where the problem comes in. Yep. Okay. Yes, but being shunned. Being shunned is a lot different than being screamed at. I don't know. I lived in the South for a lot of years. I'd rather be screamed at. I would not. Did you live in the South? No. Right. The, the South of the U.S.? Yes, yes, yes. No. Right. No. That's I, the difference. Because you know what? I don't deal with that well. Because we, going living in Alabama, going to Tuskegee, if, if someone said, you know what, I don't like you niggers and you can get the fuck out of here, okay, cool. I'm going to leave. But at least I know. When I lived in the North, which was the majority of my life, yeah, you get nothing. But you don't get that job. You don't get that promotion. You don't get that house. You can't take your kids to that school. That's what, that's the... That was that quote unquote institutional racism that we were dealing with. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, if you're up front with me, be like, I don't like your ass because you're from somewhere else, or I don't like you because your hair is crazy, or I don't like, well, my hair is not crazy anymore, but I don't like, I don't like you because of whatever. Okay, that's a place I can start with. You know that that's the thing that you don't like. Okay. But then we can move but on to something that's, else. That's also very forward. That's, yes, a, yes, that's them yes. laying it out their their qualms with you, yep. like their issue with who you are. If yep. that wasn't the case, for example, China is very passive aggressive. Um, <clears throat> so you may you know do something perfectly well, but it's still not good enough, and they harp on whatever part that you may have missed or something like that, that's like active, that can be, you know, active aggression, but you still won't know why that person has such a problem with you. Oh, yeah. Like, I would, I, that's different. Like, I would like to know right off the bat if someone had a problem with me, either active or passively, that's just a good thing to have. You know, that's a good bit of information that you wouldn't know otherwise, you know. So, in that instance, like, that that totally helps you, that forwardness. Yes. Either passive or active but if someone is passive or active about something totally different then that doesn't that doesn't help you in that situation you see oh yeah i brought i i i am one of those people that wants people to be 
Just be upfront. Like there's one lady at my, well, I don't even know if she's there anymore, but she, she literally will walk by you and look at you in your face and kind of like give you like a face like Sneer. you are the lowest thing on the planet. Like why are you even here? And you kind of wanted to look at her and grab her by the shoulders and be like, bitch, you can't do what I do. She could. Okay, then after you do that, you just want to walk away. Because honestly, that's where the issue is. They were angry at us for, for taking a lot of money to do a thing that they couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, which was teaching English, right? That's usually where the rub always is. In Thailand, it was the same way. Yeah. I had a teacher that she was angry at the other Thai teacher because they spoke so much English. Okay? So it was, you know, I mean, I guess when we look at the motivation of the people, that's where the problems usually come in. Like, why are they acting this way? And then when you drill down with them either... They tell you outright or you find out covertly. Um, it's still, we have, it, it still ends up not being what we think of in the West as racism. It ends up being something else, another motivation. And that's what I was trying to get through last week. Last week. I say it's racism. I've, I see it. I've seen it. I watch it. I don't deal with it because I don't look like you. I do, it's just something I don't, I don't have. Like, they don't treat me the same way. And it's disgusting, but it's true. I think it could also be both. Like, I always... In the circumstance that I was faced with, okay, like I could, I could see that happening, or you know, and I've seen that happen unnecessarily, um, just because I they don't live in a place or they don't, um, what is that, cultivate that um, type of let's talk through this, let's figure out what's going on, oh no, and try and figure out a solution. That's not what happens not in china i'm still angry i can't express myself you're saying things i don't like i'm going to swing at you yeah yep that's exactly how it happens in china because because you're also not supposed to question others exactly you're not supposed to say like oh it's that person but it's that person all of those other people you know have that same type of mindset because, like, you look at the parents, uh, look at how the parents treat the kids. Look at how the teachers treat the kids. Like, that's what they grow up learning. Yep. And then it's, you know, fed back into them, and they don't know another way. Yep. Look how the kids and treat each try, other. Yes, the tra- kids treat each other terribly. I that's think... what I have to say about Thailand is that one of our teachers was complaining. And he's like, oh, the kids don't have this. The kids don't have that. That's not hooked up. This doesn't work. He's teaching in a classroom that doesn't have lights. And it hasn't, that hasn't had lights for months. And this is through rain, you know, so sometimes it's cloudy. It's not like, oh, we live on a tropical island. It's always sunny and beautiful. No, not the case. Also, it's a school. The classroom should have lights, like basic things. 
and I was trying to, you know, keep him calm. Like, our kids, for the most part, respect us. They still do kid things. You know, they talk when they're not supposed to. They don't do their homework and whatnot, regular kid stuff. But they also respect each other. They don't fight. I've never seen a kid kids at my school oh my gosh i used to see it all the time in thailand i'm not saying it doesn't happen they do the muay thai kicks to each other in the head and shit in the bathroom oh yeah where i work they do not fight like it's not a thing i know i know i've seen like kids scrap or whatever oh no but they don't they don't go for blood i watched a little boy donkey kick another child that was sitting behind him in the face just kicked him like like a donkey would kick him in the head and the child wasn't doing anything to anybody he was just sitting there lazy i still i say i say china needs i've said this before china needs for some let's call him former pimp <laughs> former pimp. A pimp. He said a we former a pimp. Former pimp. Ah, okay. To yes. Show up. What's his name? I'm talking about like a former, like Chicago pimp. Okay. We need that. I'm talking about like pimp of the year up in here. We need them to show up in China as a teacher, <laughs> teaching English. And we need this former pimp. Some pimps uphold that shit in China. Ever somebody gives them that look, that lip, that bullshit. Smack the taste out of their mouth. Slap that. Because Back you know hand. what? That's the thing that China does not have from the West. It doesn't realize the negative physical reaction that a lot of us would normally have, they never get. Because we're always worried about being deported, kicked out, losing our livelihood, all that good stuff. So, what we need is a rogue pimp. A rogue pimp? Just to walk around China, and, and I'm, like I said, Chicago style, Southside Chicago pimp. Show up, teaching, professional, but as soon as that other teacher, that other person steps out of line, that's what they get. Right across their head. You also had the idea to like in uh, like airports and stuff, just have a like uh, a booth with the pimp inside so if a child is acting out they Okay, that was that was dealing with children and parenting. Yes. We wanted the pimp to be the parent, the immediate parent, to slap that ass when the child wasn't doing right. But I'm talking about there is we we have a coworker that is is will fly off the handle at, at, at any any small thing that happens that feels egregious to her, and and that reaction changes people's minds. That reaction is what makes people go, maybe I don't say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I find another way to say that. It doesn't work. Pe- doesn't one work of so the far. biggest complaints, especially from black folks in China, is they don't know how to talk to us. Yeah. Like, they don't talk to us like people. They talk to us like we're less than people. Okay? Yep. But Chinese people also do that to everybody. 
because that's how bosses talk to their people under them. And we need, literally, and I say we because literally I'm leaving this fucking place. And, but China needs people, like I, it's the same idea that China needs road rage. Chinese drivers are horrible. Oh, God, yeah. Yes, I know that Thai drivers are worse. But Chinese drivers are um. bad. And that's that idea of somebody cuts you off and somebody gets out of, like, literally stops the car, stops traffic, gets out of the car, and yells at somebody else. Guess what? China doesn't have that. So because China doesn't have that, especially from foreigners, they think they can do anything. There's no consequences to their actions. The idea of consequences doesn't exist in their schools. You see? Yeah. So once we once they learn that there are co- negative consequences for bad behavior, all of a sudden their their whole society will be forced to have to deal with that difference. You know, it's just like the same thing that came out when we were in Thailand where they had to teach Chinese people through the news agencies how to be when they left China. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. You see, because people in Thailand hate the freaking Chinese. You know, they, they show up in China for vacations and the Thai people are like, oh, God, here they come. You know? And they, they, they try to fleece them yeah, for every a, cent. I went to the um, <clears throat> I went to Central Festival, major shopping mall, and at that time there were a lot of Chinese tourists. And I went to just a pharmacy in there. I just wanted to get some cleanser or something. Trying to get someone to help me was like pulling teeth, which is not usually the case. If I smile and go up to someone, hello, I'm looking for this. Can you help me? Oh yes, you know it's right here. Or, oh no, sorry, we don't have blah blah blah. Um, but this woman, I was smiling like you normally do and asking for help. And this, like I normally do. And this woman just stone faced, just pointed. She just, not even a point. She flicked her wrist at me in, in a, in a direction. And I was just supposed to know to follow it. Yeah. You know. I could tell that she was frustrated because everyone else in the shop was Chinese. So, so I thanked her for helping me, and I went over, you know, and tried to complete my shopping. She had had enough, and I'm not going to try and, like, push her buttons and make her help me. No, that's not going to make it any better because I was getting aggravated, you know. And you lived Just in China. To... Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew exactly what she was, what was dealing it? with. Two days ago, I went out, right? Went out. To my friends, went to the bar, had a good time. I had a drink, got back home, and I realized there's no food in my house, and I hadn't eaten. So I was like, okay, no big deal. Go out, go to the Seven Eleven, get get a get a snack or two. I get to the Seven Eleven. It's like mm, two, maybe three a.m. and looking at snacks, and all of a sudden the door is just beeping, beeping, ding, 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 ding. ding. And all these Chinese people start coming in the store. And then I see the bus outside. And mm. you can see the look on the teller's face just get sullen. <laughs> Good word. So I For all you Americans, look that word up. Possible. Nice. 
eyes. She could feel, and I could hear them before I could see them. Yes. Because I was turning around, like, what is all that noise? I thought maybe someone had gotten in an accident outside or something. And no, people, people, people just pouring into this little 7-Eleven. And I was like, no, I have to get out of here right now. This is, I've had all I can stand, and I haven't even gotten to the counter yet. (laughs) I just picked something and left. We had uh, one evening, I was at the Fresh Market. And all of a sudden, I hear all this Chinese yelling. And my poor little fruit ladies, because when, you you know, you go to the same place all the time, you shop from the same people all the time. Mm -hmm. So my poor fruit ladies, I can hear these Chinese women just yelling at them. And I'm like, oh, let let me go help them. So I go over and I speak in English to the Thai ladies because I don't speak Thai. I don't, I never even wanted to try to learn Thai. Um, So I spoke... (laughs) spoke to the Thai lady in English asked her if I could help she said yes please so then I turned to the Chinese women and asked you know what do you want what are you looking for in Chinese and they all just stop and kind of look at me like oh my god did this white woman just you know speak to me so I asked them again what do you want and so they they tell me the fruit that they want and how much and whatever. So I tell the lady in in English and talk to the Thai lady. And the next time I went shopping, I got free fruit because I got rid of the Chinese women as quickly as possible. Thai people are so like courteous though in huh? like, little ways. Yeah. In little ways, like something that that you might think is insignificant. Like, no. They would appreciate yep. and show that appreciation for something that you would think was so small. Yep. Like, I, 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 I keep my own <clears throat> cup on my bike yep. so that I can go to the roadside shops and get little sweet drinks, my little green tea, my little, you know, milk tea and whatnot. And the woman who I usually go to across the street from the school appreciates that I bring my own cup funnily enough and she'll give me things like oh like oh um like the boba like the tapioca balls yeah i'll get those for free like granted it's like what five ten baht or whatever but like it's a little it's a little thing yep i i noticed that oh yeah thai people are are i would say that thai people and if you shop in china at the fresh markets in the mornings those people, even in the north, those people and the Thai people are very similar. Yeah. Like you go to the same people, they get to know who you are, they talk to you a little bit, but they basically you're buying their their wares, right? Mm-hmm. That that idea of us connecting to the local, what we think of like the local farmer or the local person, right? It's almost the same in China as in as in Thailand. But as soon as you get away from those people, then it becomes something else. Yep. Have you guys seen King of the Hill? Like are you familiar with that show? I know of the show. I don't we have not watched oh I have not okay. watched the show. Well, there's this American white middle aged man and his family doing American middle aged things in the nineties. And he's trying to use and more make his own um, decisions. And he was basically telling 
Oh, you have to have you have to have a fruit guy. You gotta have a car guy. You have to have uh, electronics guy. You know, you gotta, gotta people. You gotta be trust your people. And that's how I felt. How I felt in Thailand. So now I have a key guy. Who cut Oh yeah, having your own driver, well not your own personal driver, but having a driver that you trust is vital when you live outside of the country. I've got a couple jewelry ladies, like it makes a difference. You know, I had a a place I would go in, um, oh, in the Lotus, the big Mm -hmm. Lotus Mall. Where I would go and get jewelry. And they always gave me great deals. And one time we went to Kuala Lumpur and Kuala Lumpur. I was shopping with the children. And they're, Keegan is really good about keeping me from buying jewelry. Yes! Thank goodness. So she, um,. I'm in there in the shop looking and this lady notices my bracelet and she's like, how much did you pay? And I told her like a thousand baht or something like that. And she flipped out that how cheap it was and the beads were too big to pay that little bit of money and blah, 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 blah. And I left there like, hey, I'm going back to that lady again in Thailand because she hooked me up. Apparently I paid like I should have paid three times more for the piece that I had than what I paid. And it's because I always went to the same lady. Aaron had his own girlfriend. Yeah, Aaron had a girlfriend. (laughs) This this little fruit lady. And then when she got pregnant, you should have seen his face. It was funny. Yeah, this little fruit lady. She just loved our children, but she really loved her some Aaron. She was great. Yep. She hooked us up. Even if it was the next stall over, she hooked us up. Yeah, she did. Yep. And when we told her that we were leaving, she was so sad. So, so sad. Because we would shop there uh, at least four days out of seven. Oh, yeah. I was like there almost every day after work, at least. And I was walking over there from Katu. Yeah. 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back for the first bit anyway. Yeah, man. I was good. Anyway. Y'all bringing me down on my whiny Tuesday. All this racism talk. See what you did? This is what happens when you have black folks on the show. That everything goes down. It's like a Spike Lee movie. It all starts up. It all starts happy and fine. And then it all just goes into tragedy. Jahara has a Spike Lee story. What? Spike Lee story. Go ahead, Jahara. Uh-oh. Come on now. I just, watch, I just watched. I just watched. I just watched Red Hook Summer yesterday. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, there I you do. go. There you go. Yes, I do. I remember. Okay, so I was hanging out with my friends, and we were talking about like oh stuff you used to watch on TV. Talking about TNT, TBS, you know stuff like that, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, um, it's I should preemptive. Uh, I should preface this by saying that I was talking with my friend who's like 25 and this is his year after realizing things 
So he's, um, he's a gay man, and he's realizing that racism exists in different where, different places racism exists. Okay. And discrimination, well, well, what is, he's what? learning. Okay, he's you're learning. saying this is a gay man, but, but you said racism, yes, so... I don't, I don't What is the where... ethnic makeup of this man? He is a white gentleman. Oh, okay. Yes, very, very pleasant. So fact. he's now learning that racism exists? He's, he's just now, I think, getting to the nitty-gritty of how it can be bad. So that's what we call white privilege. Keep going. <laughs> yes. And uh, I was talking about, you know, TNT, TBS, things you would watch on TV. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, got really tired. I'm not really into Spike Lee because, you know, it's not. All right, fine. <laughs> but that's just not my cup of tea. I don't like to see all that pain that he portrays. I don't feel any sort of comfort or like good good intentions from it personally personally and so I was talking about Crooklyn and how like that movie goes because he didn't know Crooklyn I was like oh you know well you know Spike Lee and he's like oh yeah that's a that's a that's a guy that's a crane guy it's like what he's like yeah I was like, huh? I was like what the hell are you doing he's like you know in the movies I don't no. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he made all those movies, and he's really famous. The karate guy. He was definitely talking about Jet Li. Ooh. And then, <laughs> That's and just then, sad. And then I asked another American, do you know who Spike Lee is? She says, oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's that guy. She did not know who Spike Lee was. Sound like you were like man on the street with a microphone. You were talking was, about how old was this young lady? You should have been on like late night. Uh, she was she was at least twenty six. And and what was her ethnic makeup? She's American. Uh, she's <laughs> an American. She's Latin American. She's I don't know. She's Latino. I don't know. Latina. Maybe Mexican. Oh God. I don't know. So you, what you're saying is she was uh, her her heritage and, is Spanish speaking. In the yes. Americas. Er, yes. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. She was an American person of color who did not know who Spike Lee was. <sighs> oh, okay. So? Is. Okay. I know. You, you just killed the man. Well. <laughs> well, okay. So here, Jahara, you guys are teachers. You teach young children. Spike Lee and his wife, Tanya, have partnered with Kadir Nelson. And they do children's books. And Kadir Nelson's artistry is amazing. And the books are really cute. So you should look them up. My favorite one is Puppy Puppy Please. Okay. All right. I'm always looking for fun things for my class. There you go. And then um, you can introduce Spike in a new way. They loved my, um, what is it called? The Magic Cooking Pot. Nice. They really latched on to the a magic pot making porridge. You need to get Hickopotamus by Aaron Zenz. Mm, it's the his, first grade. It's hysterical. They will love it. Hysterical. All right, I'll look it up. The funny thing about that is I could probably take that same book to my class that's in high school and they still wouldn't understand it. Yeah, it's true. Because they probably wouldn't get those puppy are puppy the, please either. Those are, the, those are the kind of books that I've been looking for. I want I want freaking Dr. Seuss books for my high schoolers because they don't they can't read. 
my kids are great. Like, I am fully rubbing it in your face. My students are amazing. Oh, when I was in Thailand, my year one, my first graders, uh, first graders and second graders were farther ahead in English than my current high schoolers. Mm-hmm. They were great. Thailand has done a be- much better job of front-loading these kids with English. Much better. The problem is not in the front-loading, but in the... Scaffold. When they get to high school, they kind of trail off, and then they don't take any more English. But Asian is forcing Thailand to have better English, whereas in... China, they don't have to deal with Asian, and so then they just let them all fall by the wayside. They don't care. So I've got kids in my class that didn't even take the Junkau. They don't. They don't even. They they never even did well enough in their Chinese classes in junior high school in order to take the Junkau. That's how bad my students are. And and what is that? That's the test that they take in the middle school to be able to go to high school. Right. Uh, okay. And these kids didn't even take it. They didn't even attempt it. Right. Some of them. And I had a student last year whose English was off the charts, phenomenal. And she never took the last grade of junior school or the junk cop. But they kicked her out of the school because she was a, you know, she was a problem child. She was rebellious. Yeah, she was so rebellious she had a boyfriend. Wait, didn't she do other things though? Not really. I mean, she was everything was surrounded around her boyfriend. Oh. You know, kissing her boyfriend. Oh, but you had one that like used to sneak out and go get drunk and then No. No, she just didn't come to school. Oh. That was a parenting problem, not a school problem. Oh, gotcha. Her she left home and didn't go to school. Gaia. Her parents did not make sure she came to school. That's a totally different problem. Hence why we need to do the parenting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Since we're super stellar parenting. No. Not really. Not really. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. I mean, think about it. We can't be that stellar if we got a whiny Monday. Think about that. Yeah. Oh, unwind with wine. Really? Well, I don't have wine. I have cider. uh, Does it have alcohol? It is alcoholic. Does it make you start like slurring your speech after no, a while? It does make me want to go to sleep, though. See you there. See there. I had I'm some uh, grapefruit soju in my fridge that I meant to down before I came this way. Mistake. Left it in my fridge, but it'll be there when I get back, maybe. It's it's the congratu- congratulatory thank you for coming back home thing. <laughs> I might light a candle. Maybe yeah. some incense. Set the mood. Did I drink any soda? What happens during that mood? Or do I not want to know? What happens during what? The, the mood. mood. Oh, you know, you just relax. You oh. just become your best self to yourself. You said become your best self. With, really? With the soju. You just became a goddamn... What do we call them? The, the, the motivational speaker. Really? <laughs> become your best self. With some soju. I ain't gonna become my best self. I'm gonna become my pissy self. I'm gonna drink this whole bottle. You should have seen Aaron and uh, his his frat brother with soju in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, it was good times. 
It was good times. That was a that was a whiny Wednesday. Me and my goddamn sure. LB hanging out in freaking Hong Kong. That was a weird. That's a weird sentence right there. Yeah. Oh, Jahar, this man, he's from Alabama. And you know how when you're walking down the street in China and they have people trying to sell you stuff, you know how you work. You just you know you just keep on walking. Uh-huh, right? you, you don't you don't acknowledge you don't look you don't you don't engage hell no you damn sure don't let nobody in this poor southern military man was talking to everybody that tried to stop and him too much he had he had a whole lot no. a whole lot of uh, uh what do you call that gentlemanliness yeah that thing you know you you know uh somebody come now I do this at work but the idea that you're in a, a busy place. Yeah, there it is, courtesy. That that idea that, you know, go ahead, you know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Next thing you know, you ain't never going to move. Anywhere. Right, you ain't going nowhere. Everybody else is going ahead. So yeah. he's got all these people trying to sell him suits and, and Rotex watches. Oh, and not the Rotex. The Rotex. <laughs> not the Rotex. The Rotex watches. And then we go into this little shop because he wants to get souvenirs for his wife and daughters. And he's trying to get the, the shop girl's attention. And he's saying, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. Excuse me. And she's just ignoring him. So I just said, ah, du shaltian. And she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, taguila. Right. <laughs> It was so, always too expensive in Hong Kong. It was too expensive. So she gave me a lower price. I said, how, how, how? And so I was like, okay, so it's this much. And he was like, that was so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> like, not really. I'm just really good at shopping. <laughs> no, yeah. you got too much manners. He was, yeah, well, he he, was too he, kind. He was, he, he, see, the problem with him is he was in Germany for many years. Both of his kids, his wife is German, his kids were born in Germany. He's, you know, he, he spent his time there, which is basically living in the West. It is West. But when he went to South Korea, it becomes a whole nother thing. And we were walking around like, basically, kind of like you do after you've been in China for a couple years. Damn these folks. <laughs> you know, you're just kind of like, you you go, you know. Fuck hey, old lady. Fuck that old lady. You know. You just go. You, oh, I, you don't you don't want to think of it that way because it's it feels like it feels that's kind of wrong. wrong. It feels wrong. Yeah, it yeah. feels wrong. But you know that every other person is going to treat that lady that way. She's gonna be like trying to get on the bus, and people are gonna be pushing by her. People are gonna halfway knock her ass over. That's just how Chinese people are. So if you don't just go ahead and get on, or you don't get on the escalator, you keep letting people go, you're you'll never stop. go. Right. Because be Chinese there. people don't stop. I mean, they're, they're worse than baby kids. <laughs> they just gonna keep coming. And it's not gonna be, you know, they're having more babies. No, they're already here. Yep. You know, and that's China. Yeah. But after living in China for a while, you know this. Going to a place like Hong Kong where it's more condensed, you just gotta just you just gotta find your opening, get in it, and then be there. 
Oh, yeah, that's crazy you walking know? around there. Because it's different. It's totally, it feels different than even being on mainland China in a, in a busy place. But trying to get him to understand that, you know, he's like, no, no, I got to have my, you know, I got to take care of, you know, look out for the people. And it's like, okay, I'm do your thing. <laughs> but while we down here at the bottom of the escalator, we'll be looking up at you, letting all these people on. <laughs> right. <laughs> or while I'm getting ready to cross the street, he's like a block and a half back trapped by the suit guy. Right, right, right. <laughs> or the damn Rotex guy talking about a watch. You want to buy a watch? The real Rolex. One second, guys. I'll be right back. What'd you say? She said she'll be right back. Where the hell is she going? She's stuck in a damn airport. Maybe she's got to go get her free food, man. Free food. Hmm. No, her little vegetarian something or other. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> All right. She's she's been talking for you know almost so two hours. what else? What else? What else? What else? We have going on because my my wine and Monday wine is ooh. Not much. Hey, we should probably mention to the people that we're planning on doing thirty days of podcasting oh, yeah. in November. Let's do the commercial. Thirty days. Thirty days of podcasting. Thirty days of podcasting in November. So every day now, I don't know how the hell we're going to upload all of this. I don't either. This is where the problem comes in. It's not about the recording, but it is about the uploading. Because if we, even if we do short shows. Right, 20 minutes at a time. It doesn't minutes. matter. We'll never upload all the, we'll be uploading shows until like March. So. Mm. I don't know how that's going to work. We're going to try to figure it out. Maybe we'll put some on Facebook or some on YouTube's or. How do you put them on Facebook? I'll figure it out. I, I never heard of that. You can put a video on Facebook, so if we can make it into a video. Great. Yeah, we could use that. Upload a video? Oh, yeah. And then put it on Facebook. Sure. For people to watch. Uh huh. Mm. Oh, no. Did stay, I just give you an idea? Stay tuned to the Facebook. No, it just might be a, a interesting thing. Yeah, so you can you can. And then do... we got the YouTube, so maybe we can. Maybe what we do is we put some things on on the YouTube, some things on Blueberry. I'm back. Welcome back. Did you go Thank get you. your free food? I did. I got my free dinner. Oh lord. Did you go with a vegetarian <laughs> option again? He, I he didn't ask, so I have whatever is in this orange box. Good luck with that. To myself. Good luck with that. Oh, it's going to be pork. Okay, okay, okay. What's in the box? Yeah, let's I, okay. I want you to All bust right. it open right now. Um, Live on the right podcast. What does the American get? Trying to smell it. Can't get a scent. In China. Pop in the corner. Oh, there's rice. Yeah. <laughs> there's rice. Okay, you said that Little twice. Baby sausages. What? Sausages. Sausages? Pork. Yes. Sausage? Mm-hmm. In China? Um, it looks like pickled cabbage. Those little the same things. same pickled cabbage. And um hmm. uh the winter gourd. Again. And uh some tan fried balls in a sauce. Could be potato. Oh, maybe. Ugh. Maybe potato. Or maybe fish balls. Oh fish and pork? Oh, well, it's, it is China. 
God it damn. is China. Come on now. 100%. Our vegan is hurting, dying. Y'all are hurting me here. The vegan is this, dying. Every, okay, FYI, ever since I became vegan, I have never eaten on a Chinese flight. Nope. Never. Nope. I can't eat on a Chinese flight. There's no food that I can eat on a Chinese flight. So being stuck in the airport basically means I would have coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I would get. Coffee or white rice? Guess what? That ain't a good meal. Look, now at least if we get stuck in the train station, there are places to buy fresh fruit and vegetables and stuff. That is true. That is true. But damn. Jahara, are you going to eat that? She's she's eating it now. What? what? Is she I'm going to go back to my terminal. Is she Not chewing? even my terminal. My flight is finally on the board. What? But I like the other terminal because it's quiet. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, quiet that, that didn't that wasn't bothering us it, it was the are you well, eating it? are you eating it she's walking i know i'm walking are you eating Am no walking. just walking oh, i gotta get there i'm a, i can hold off she's got her quiet you know i waited this long for the free dinner <clears throat> i can wait another couple minutes did they give you chopsticks or a spork no i asked for chopsticks and he, he gambled oh my god so Where'd she go? Uh oh, maybe she, she go away. Uh, she hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't uh-oh, dropped yet. Oh, Jahara is now going into the phantom zone. Yeah. I've been watching Supergirl, so. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there she's back. Are you back, Jahara? Jahara. There? Oh, there you go. Can so you he giggled when you asked for Quadza. Yes. No Quadza. So what'd you food. get? A spoon? How do you eat meat with a spoon? It's a it's a spork. Oh. Okay. Got okay. the combo. Yeah. That makes sense. That's good. Hey, have you noticed the the whole spoon thing in in Thailand and how it's different from the spoon thing in in China? Here's something fun I forgot. I hope you can hear me. We can. Um. Okay. Good. You can or you can't? Because I can. can't hear you. We can. We can. Because if okay. we said we can't um, hear you, we could probably hear you. <laughs> I went. I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, I tried to get on Facebook just to, you know, update my friends, tried to Snapchat. And I was like, why isn't this working? It's not working. It's not working. What's wrong with the Wi-Fi? What's wrong with my phone? Because I know my phone has some problems. Like, I'm not oblivious. But then I realized... Aha, Jahara, you're in China. Dude. Those things don't work here. You didn't download a VPN before you came? Hmm, hold on. I just ran into a gaggle of ladies. A gaggle? Like geese. Yeah. Definitely look where you're going. Always. Always. They don't. Nope. We were at the mall Sunday, and... This woman was looking down at her phone and almost ran right into two. I mean, it was, he's a big guy. She was, she should have been looking. Keegan just throwing stuff at daddy. Keegan, be careful opening it. I have stopped apologizing though. Be very careful opening it. Also another thing. Quitey, quitey, quitey ma, quitey ma. Whitey. 
Quidi as a package. We are, are freaking experts at the Quidi. Wait, you have a box cutter. Why are you using a No, scissors? no, 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 no. Leave her alone. I was talking to Aaron. I know. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Let them do what they're doing carefully with those packages. Oh, so close. So close to what? What are you so close to? What's his name? Do we have anything else for our whiny Tuesday? No, we were just talking about our... You're still casting pods. Yeah, our 30 days of... Our 30 days of Oh, yeah. You, you, are, you have been recorded for uh, two hours and 24 minutes. Ooh. That's our, our longest podcast yet. It's all because of you. <clears throat> These guys are weird. So... Do we have anything else for the people? I is don't. That, is that it for the whiny Tuesday with our special guest of Jahara? Yep. Yay! We'll, Yay! Have, to, we'll have to have her on again for a list show. Yes. I'm maybe really what we should like do. On the list. Maybe what we should do. And Jahara, you tell me what you think. Maybe what we should do is have multiple people make their own lists. Oh, that'd be fun. And then we could interview them but have them on the show to give their list things too. So it won't be just me and you giving our list. Yeah. Jahara, what about a list about China? Can, do you remember China? Um, yeah, I mean, show by showtime, I could, you know, come up with stuff. I could rattle off a few things right now if you give me like 10 minutes to sit down. She said, "Give you ten, give her ten minutes, and she can write it down." <laughs> okay, okay. Let's 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 do this. Let's do this as a as a as something that we can we could do. Jahara, you start your own independent list, okay? And then remember, the list is why people hate. Chinese people. Why foreigners? After living in China. See, it's really specific to us, the expats that actually live here. So, do that, and we can have you on, and we can we can bring you in on the conversation, man. It should be fun. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, we'll probably have the same stuff. Excuse me. At least in the beginning, on our list. Well, you understand we've been doing this for a while. Yeah, we've got some. You should go and check out our podcasts. Where? At the travelingfars.blueberry.net. No e's in blueberry. B l u b r r y. Or you can go to Facebook, the Traveling Fars, or the YouTube. You can find the Traveling Fars. Our email, travelingfars at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram, travelingfars. <clears throat> so you could find us there. And we are on iTunes as well at the Traveling Fars. 
So that's where you can find our podcasts and our information. And if you have anything else, you can email us. See, Jahara, now you know where to find us. <laughs> In case you go missing. That's right. Well, you have a direct line with the FaceTime. Right. We don't we don't give that out because we don't want really really don't want to talk to the fans. Yeah, they don't. Talking to the fans is bad. <laughs> we have, could be like we could be there? like Are you could, speaking from experience? No. We could be like the We could be like the back of the back theater. Of the theater. I'm telling you, fans fans can be bad news. If you ever want to have a really good laugh, go ahead and listen to Back of the Theater podcast. Oh, God. Hans Charles and Menelik Lamumba. Hysterically funny. Educational, but hysterically funny. If you need, if you need, if you, you know how you need those moments where you just need to laugh for like an hour or so? There you go. Yes. That's, That's it. Him. That's, That's it. Right there. Because just listening mm -hmm. to them go after each other. That shit's funny. Hysterical. All right, I'll check it out. Back and I'll be here for another three hours. Well, yeah, you got plenty of time to download and listen. Right. Oh, so many things. I bought a book, but you know, whatever. Text is dead. Print is dead. <gasps> what? What? Wait a minute now. Watch it. You. You're an English teacher. Print is not dead. I didn't say books are dead. I said print. Okay, books I, I are have printed. A real book made of wood, you know, made of paper. Wow. Yes. Books I are made of wood, you know. Yes. Well, I wanted to be specific. I didn't want you to think I had like a cedar book. Ooh, I would totally rock that cedar book. Oh, it would be like it That'd would be, be like awesome. insect repellent. It All by itself, so the good. book would be insect repellent. And it would be good to travel with. You'd have it in your bags. It's great, and it would be great here in the in the summertime because these mosquitoes are as big as me. Yeah, they're they're pretty bad. It's like being in, on the beach in Patong in the evening. Ugh, ugh, never stay over there. See, see, see. This is this is the kind of conversation you get from the expats. We talk in in places and in situations and. Okay, here are oh, small tidbit, small tidbit. Go ahead. In in Phuket, if someone asks you how far something is, how do you tell them? Minutes. Like what? Yeah, see, that's what I do. Okay, we talk in minutes, minutes but we're American. Well, we're yeah, we're American. We talk in minutes, and we're from the north, so we talk in minutes. Right. Uh-huh. We're not just next to the tree down the road from the, the building and, and take a lap. That's it's not about it. 50 kilometers and then... No, we don't kilometer. FYI, no I kilometers kilometer. in America. We don't kilometer. I don't even know what a kilometer is. And I don't care that I don't know what it is. <laughs> I know miles. I know feet. I know minutes. I know right and left. Don't ask me north or south, east or west, because I can't help you there either. I know about one meter, but like inches and feet, I don't. I don't know. What? You don't know inches yeah. and feet? It's Whoa! Never wait a minute now. I'm, I'm just bad at estimating. It's, it's okay. A that's thing. not an it's estimation, not like is it? General thing. She's saying how many feet? Like, oh, that's about twenty feet away. Okay, you know how you do it to make it life easier for you? Do you watch basketball? No. Have you ever played basketball? 
In school. Have you ever stood under a basketball rim? In school. Okay, but that, but you've done it, right? I mean, you yes. can see that distance in your head. Can you see that? No. Really? You can't. You can't, you can't see the distance from the floor to the rim in your head. No. Okay, that's just sadness. You make me sad. I, I, I might want to cry. Okay, now, after I cry, listen. If you can walk out onto any basketball court anywhere around you, I'm sure there's one at your school. The distance from the ground to the hoop is 10 feet, right? So basically, use that as your lay it down on its side distance. Then you can always do it at least in... In that's, 10 that's feet. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't do that. I can't visualize <clears> that <throat> distance. It's hard. Even if I was standing there, if you're like, oh, just lay it on its side, it's right in front of you. Okay, yes, in theory, that sounds like, oh, yeah, you should just be able to sort of kind of eyeball it and imagine. But I, my brain doesn't work like okay, that. Okay, 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 okay. Have you stood on a basketball court before? Yeah. Okay. Have you stood at the foul line before? Yes. Okay. From the foul line to the end line. Under the basket, that line under there, uh, uh-huh. 15 feet. That's all you got to do. So now you got a 10 foot, you got a 15 foot. All right. You're done. Now you can do any place, anywhere. You can guesstimate. A yard I'm is three feet. You, like, I, I can't do that. Come I'm on now, woman. Around me. I'm serious. I'm trying to do it with things around me. And I'm like, is that about... 15. Okay, okay, okay. I got another one for you. You ready for this? Now, you can't do this in Asia because in Asia it doesn't work. But if you look at... (laughs) No, seriously, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it's Asia. The... um, Your doorknob in Asia is one meter from the floor. But your doorknob in America is, is one yard. It's three feet. From the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you need that smaller thing, you can always see either the doorknob in Asia, which is one meter, or the doorknob in America, which is one yard or three feet. Yeah, but isn't a meter close to three? They're close, they're but they're not the same. But if you're looking at it, you're, you're going to be able to get. You're going to be able to get close. So basically, a yard and a meter. A meter is less than a yard, but still close. So there you go. There you go. You've been taught. Now, go forth and find your distance. (laughs) All right. Do we have anything else for the people? Because we've been talking for like two hours and 34 minutes. I feel like I'm mental. Like I need to go ahead and do homework. You don't have homework, but yes, I'm thinking. I don't have homework, and I don't bring homework home. But... I have wine. I got wine. Well, <laughs> my vicuña is gone. But it's you very have some sad yellowtail in there. But I have some yellowtail, which is Australian. Jakara, where are you going? Australia. See? See? You can have some yellowtail wine. It's all good. So when you get to Australia, get some yellowtail, and, and you can be a part of the Whiny Monday. I cannot wait. Damn it. All right. Also, you should probably say where you can find Jahara. Jahara, oh, where Chicago. are you? Do you have anything to pub? You got some You got some spaces that you need to uh, tell us about? Um, 
Oh, God. Jahara, do not tell us about your MySpace page. Nobody is going to it. I mean, but if you just go for a second. Wrong answer. No way. Do you know the MySpace page just got turned into something else? I know. Yeah, I went there like months. No, years ago must have been. It was like some music thing? Yes. I was uh, Marky Mark, I think, turned turned it into something else. All music stuff. Marky Mark. Yeah, man. Without the funky bunch. Marky Mark. You know what I'm saying? He's doing something. See, see, see. Hip. All right, so Jahara, where can can people find you? Why? why? You are famous now, so where are people going to find you? I don't know. Do your people have wine? Oh, wait a minute now. You want that Thai shit. <laughs> See there? See there? Line. <laughs> what about on the Facebooks? Are you on the Facebook? Can, She's never I, I, on the Facebooks. I, I have a Facebooks. Yes. Yeah, I do not I've check never the heard the sentence, I have Facebooks. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> she is never on the Facebooks. I've never, I've never heard that sentence uttered before in my life. Oh, that was awesome. Jahara is the comedian. All right, Jahara, where, 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 where can people find you? Are you on the Twitters? Uh, you, you, can, you can drop me a line on Facebook, and mm. I will get back to you where? as soon as where? I realize it. Jahara, Jahara... Womack, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, that's you. Listen, she's going incognito. She's you can't go incognito now. Come on, now you're famous. I took off my middle names and my social security number and my email address. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so okay, where on the Facebooks can we find you? I I think it's Jahara dot Womack. If I'm not, it's like Jahara so W. Just awesome. look for Jahara W. Two, two R's. J-A-H-A-R-R-A. That is so awesome that you said, I think. <laughs> that is the best. What about on the Twitters? Are you on the Twitters? I'm not on the Twitter. Don't I try, feel bad. I'm, I'm trying to snap this trip. You know, snap. I'm trying to Snapchat. Snapchat. Like. Snapchat. We don't do Snapchat because we're Snapchat. too old. We're too old. <laughs> Man, I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Hell no. Mm-hmm. All right, what else you got? You got any, any anywhere else? Nope. Instagram? Nope. No Instagrams? YouTube. YouTubes? Nope. Oh, we'll get you on the YouTubes. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. No Instagram, no. Okay. I just got a China Southern uh, message for you, Jahara. Uh oh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It says to avoid missing check-in for your friend or relative's flight from Guangzhou to Brisbane. It is recommended that you arrive at the international airport now. Get your oh. ass to the airport right now. That was twenty-five should, minutes I ago. Head on. <laughs> Damn it! If you don't get to the airport I right now, sixteen hour early. Sixteen hours early. No. No, you wow. do not. That's a traveling tip right there. The traveling tip is get your airline's app. That's your traveling tip. Yes, absolutely. Uh, If they offer an app, get that. 
And have your family and friends get it as well. They can watch you fly across the wherever. Yeah, we did that when the kids were left. Yep, you can. They can. We can watch the plane in real time. I should probably tell my mother. She would really appreciate that. You yep. know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. But you know what? It's it's it gives you a kind of a even though you might not be able to contact them like directly, just being able to see the flight and know that it's actually still flying. Right. That's a good <laughs> feeling. That um, Russia didn't shoot it down or something. That's awesome. In the app, Jahar, it will come up in Chinese, but in the upper left-hand corner, there's a way to, like, a, you just touch it and it turns to English, so. I think all oh, Karen, apps need that feature. You were, you were right about the mystery balls that are fish. I told you. Uh, Damn fish balls, see. man. Fish don't even have balls! <laughs> <laughs> the vegan in me, the vegan in me is, is like. Repulsed. Ugh. That's the vegan in me. No Fucking fish balls. No fish balls and fish sauce. No cephalopod <laughs> has balls, is that what you said? No cephalopod has uh, genitals. Oh. Yeah, but do fish? Do fish? I have no idea. Yes, they do. Fish have genitals, but damn it, they ain't got balls. Stop eating fish balls! Okay. So sad. All right. We're getting out of here. We're going to stop this podcast at any moment. Have you told them uh-huh. all of the places where they can find us? I did tell them Everybody all Everybody knows places. you had the little piece of paper. All right. That's it, people. We're done with you. Jahara, do you have anything to say to the people before we leave? Thank you for listening, people. Thank you, people. Thank you, people. Peace.